You're listening to episode 287 of the Major Issues Podcast, and in this one, we're tackling all the news that's fit to print, talking about the new Superman casting, Marvel fans versus AI, and those box office bombs. The Major Issues Podcast starts right now. Hello everybody out there in comic book land, my name is George Serrano, aka The Don, and if you're listening to this, you can only be here for one reason, and that's a brand new episode of the Major Issues Podcast, brought to you each and every week by ComicBookClick.com, and as always, I am never alone, sir, if you could please introduce yourself. What up, what up, it's John Escudero here, aka Yogi. (laughs) Yogi is here, um, and usually we tackle one big subject uh and you know might dabble into some news some speculation some rumors but there has been so many high profile news stories going on in the world of comic books and comic book media uh we thought we'd take an episode just to try to catch up on all the madness that has been going on um i just started writing down news topics and it just kept going <laughs> and it just seems to be uh, getting crazier and crazier um so that's mainly what we'll be talking about today we'll be jumping around from marvel dc some of the sony stuff that that's going on over there some of the stuff that's going on at warner brothers um a lot of interesting things that i'd like to get your uh take on but um i figure we should start with the biggest studio first, uh, Disney and Marvel. Um, the big boys. What, what do you think is going on? Um, seemingly, everyone's big the, the big... the big thing that's getting everybody nervous is um, seemingly surefire hits like a Pixar film are not surefire anymore. Um, there are films currently that are not doing too hot, whether it be Elemental or um, the Little Mermaid reboot. We'll talk about The Flash in a bit, but um, do you think this, Disney's under pressure right now with some of this stuff that, that like was surefire before kind of not bringing in the same um, investment? I think they've been under pressure for a few years now uh, as they had all that turmoil with their leadership because of the lack of results you know yeah uh, and it's like they're looking for all these logical reasons for things and it's like i mean there's two there's so many factors as to why people aren't really <clears throat> going to the theaters unless it's a big event or unless there's like big buzz you know around yeah. something i mean covid in a lot of ways uh changed a lot of the theater going culture and I think it did. I yeah think it did like I, I instantly think of when warner brothers was like nope the whole year we'll just put our stuff out on streaming you know and that <laughs> you kind of get oh spoiled my by that did that one guy like mess up mess things up for everyone <laughs> i'm just saying like they threw in the towel pretty early they're like you know what we're just not gonna do it <laughs> so um, yeah i know because it's like that year i mean that might have really changed things forever forever i mean other than is what are the biggest successes right now i mean you got the most the surprise one i feel like was mario across the billion but I, 
Yeah. I feel yeah. like that was another special case where it was like there was nothing in theaters and it's a big IP and it was over a long period of time, a period of time that a lot of movies aren't even getting yeah. uh, <laughs> these days. Uh, there's just so many different reasons, but I feel like the biggest one is to change in movie going behavior. The streaming thing, especially for Pixar, especially for Pixar, because Pixar, you basically you basically trained parents to wait till it comes to streaming with those movies like, oh, we can just do this. Yeah, uh, they did it like what two or three in a row during COVID. It's like, yeah. why would I ever go back with these noisy little motherfuckers? You know, I can put What's them down <laughs> here in the house. Yeah, I remember. <clears throat> I remember one of the big uh, news stories being something like Trolls was like <laughs> world tour. Like it's like one of the highest stream yeah. films during the pandemic. You know, like uh, a lot of those family friendly films were breaking streaming numbers or streaming number records um, during the pandemic. Besides that, like we're also in this weird age where like six weeks past. A, a, a film being out in theaters it's like out on digital <laughs> like it's, it's a weird uh yeah. sort of turnaround i felt like when i was younger it was like a year before it was made into a, a it was tape. like six to nine months at least <laughs> you know and then um but now you like really like if you if for some reason i mean a couple years wanna, ago six yeah. months yeah um i feel like for some reason um or, you know, just the way it is now, if for some reason you're not able to watch a film instantly, like let's say for some reason for a month you just keep getting hit with obstacles, if you could wait just a little bit longer, you can watch that from the comfort of your home. Uh, it's not, it's a, obviously a different experience, but I could I would imagine for the same families that would be trying to wrangle their Rugrats to go watch The Little Mermaid or Elemental, you could just as much throw a little party at home um, for the same price, possibly cheaper and still feed everyone. (laughs) You know, they get their popcorn, they get their movie and then you can just roll their asses to bed (laughs) as opposed to, you know, trying to take a bunch of people kicking and screaming. So, you know, that, that can't help either, but is there going to be something? It it have to be like a sequel. There's something right. Like what else can Pixar do high profile? Like what would they they're gonna have to start taking on licenses like illumination yeah that's what i was gonna say it'd have to be something that we know uh remakes they can only and, do so many toy stories but, you i know, think they are doing another one though what's really sad is that pixar is you know, it's like one of the premier places for original stories right now it's like i mean in movies in animation these days without all the ips and remakes and sequels pixar is always you know they have their Toy Story that they always go back to, especially now. Now that they're seeing what, now that they're having issues with their original movies making money, they immediately announce like Toy Story Five, uh, okay. Frozen Three. Uh, right. We have some yeah. IPs. I swear. Do you want a Cars movie? Like we'll make something happen. Uh, but it'll be really sad to see them bank on that because, like I said, you know, movies like Cars, Toy Story, those were like they they became IPs because of how good they were. If you're not making new IPs, this will die. Was um was Strange World also Pixar? Uh <clears throat> that's a good question. I don't know <laughs> off the top of my head. I don't I, think so, actually. I don't think so. I can't rem- I I just remember everyone going crazy about that. Uh I know they they really feel like um 
including Turning Red and Rhea on uh, Disney Plus was a big blow to the way things go. Yeah, apparently uh, Strange World was just Disney. Yeah. Um, so Elemental has the worst debut in the 28-year history of Pixar. Uh, I mean, consider on, the marketing, too. What was up with that? There was nothing I, about this movie anywhere. I just feel like marketing across the board has been kind of crap. I don't know how much marketing has to do with the Writers Guild, but also there's yeah. a thing about that, too, as well. You know, um, my mom finds out about movies like watching The View, you know, like somebody yeah, showing yeah. up on The View and being like, oh, yeah, I have a movie out. Um to my knowledge, there's not a lot of late night talk shows, Good Morning America, stuff like that, uh, running because there's not writers <laughs> writing for those people. So they're it's, not promoting you know, their stuff. I think there's a, especially today with like young people, it, it's mm-hmm. like a lot of, um, a lot of internet hype. I don't, I don't, I don't think internet hype can drive a movie all the way to success, but I feel like it can sink a movie <laughs> I feel oh like yeah you yeah can, it can do yeah, like, yeah. Y- you can sink a movie uh if a bunch of kids catch a clip of it on the internet and decide you know that 30 seconds looks like trash like i yeah. hate your old two-hour film and like that will be the legacy of your movie <laughs> yeah <forever. laughs> don't let a bad yeah. screen grab come out man because but again like the memes and the tiktoks and the twitters and the, and and the threads where they thirst over animated character, like I feel like, I feel like some, of that, <laughs> some of that stuff you need to be able to learn how to harness. And yeah. it, if I was in marketing, I, that's what I'd be working on. None of that, uh, hello there, kids, old people shit. You know, it, it, like I saw a lot of like DC's The Flash posting TikTok memes uh, on their official Flash TikToks and Instagram, and it was like they were getting clowned in the comments because they're bad memes. Like that's uh, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the that's the gist of it. Like the memes suck. <laughs> yeah, you might have I, to start hiring younger so getting your kids to run the accounts. I don't know how to fix that for Hollywood or corporate America. I wonder if they did lose sight of things because, like, I heard like how how miss like not managed but almost how movies like Lightyear missed the mark on what people wanted it to be. Versus yeah. what it I, actually was, you know, it was a weird concept. I mean, like, think about think about what they made. <laughs> like, this is, this <laughs> think is about Chris Evans. Like, they didn't even the cast, movie. That was my big thing. Once they cast Chris Evans in it, I was like, wait a minute, what are we doing? <laughs> it's like you could, you you took the concept that everybody knows and you removed it entirely, and then your vague attempt to connect it was like, oh, this is the movie that Andy watched in theaters to create the action figure. So you tell me you gave a a videotape, a spinoff. Like, what is this? Like, who but is that this level program? of madness? Doesn't work for a five year old. No, you know, like that doesn't. He, he's he's not getting any of what what is going on there. The time dilation and all this other kind of stuff. It's like interstellar. Like he's not. That's who's that for? You know. Um, onward. I remember uh, same thing. Like that. That's the Chris Pratt, Tom Holland thing, right? And the, I don't remember. I couldn't tell you what the plot of that was off the top of my head. And I felt like for most of this Pixar stuff. A very light trailer would kind of lay out the entirety of the movie, and you'd be like, "Okay, I can I can get with that. I understand the plot. 
Uh, I can kind of get with that. But, um, yeah, it, um, they're just not firing on all cylinders. Uh, and we've seen this across the board. There's almost no such thing as a guaranteed hit IP. Possibly besides Batman. I don't know if there's anything that Maybe, Batman's done that's you know, bombed. You can still you can still mess it up, I think. Yeah, you know, I, like, I got I got to see some of these numbers. I don't know if anything's outright bombed. I mean, bombed, think about the Flash. Low. Think about the Flash. Yeah. The Flash marketing was like Batman. There's Batman in this. There's two <laughs> yeah. Batman. Yeah, this yeah. is no way home for Bat people. Well, it was. Yeah. It's <laughs> nothing to do with the Flash, but there's so many Bat people in it. <laughs> I think the Flash was a weird, another weird situation. Like there was, there was a lot of factors into it. Like one, it's a dead. You you told everybody this movie doesn't matter. Like you months ago, you told the main audience, the geeks, the nerds, the people online, like, oh, we're starting over. This movie yeah. doesn't matter. And then the casual people hate the star. So like you get the you you threw everybody right. away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that's really what it is. Like the DC fans would have gritted their teeth and got through it past Ezra because they love DC so much. But the common people, you know, weren't going to and uh they being Ezra didn't show up to anything, like as far as press is concerned. They didn't do many inter interviews because of hot how much of a hot button topic it was. But also, like I said, it doesn't help that they were they did the whole Titanic thing of like this ship is unsinkable. Like this movie is so good, you couldn't even think of any of the horrible things. That That's such a weird marketing <laughs> strategy. <laughs> That's such a weird strategy to sell the movie. Like. It was like it's daring the audience not to watch it. It's like you know, like you guys. I need promise, it. it's gonna be so good that you'll want to take someone out of jail. I don't know. Listen, sometimes all things need our new creative direction. Um, yeah. And speaking of a creative direction, Production Weekly seemingly has the rumored plot of the Ray Skywalker solo film. Have yeah. you heard of this? I did. I don't believe that for a <laughs> second. For a second. So I'm going to tell the people, uh, set yeah. roughly 15 years after Rey's victory over Palpatine at the end yeah. of Star Wars Rise of Skywalker, the sequel delves into uh, Rey's courageous endeavor to restore the Jedi Order, where she assumes the role of mentor to two promising young students, a girl and a boy. As their training progresses, it becomes evident the girl possesses extraordinary abilities destined to emerge as a future leader. What 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 can you see through this? What holes do you see? Yeah, no, I um no, I, that's actually that's not what I was thinking. Of. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. So what do you think no, about that? That uh, that's a, that's pretty that's pretty much that's in line with what they told us it would be mostly. I mean, they yeah. said it'd be they said it'd be fifteen years in the future. They said she'd be trying to get the Jedi Order back together. Uh, there was a much more detailed re re uh rumor out there of what the story was gonna be and who they were looking at casting and and people oh, were like didn't, didn't sharing it. And I was oh, like, oh like the gospel, stupid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, what we're talking about is actually based off of um, like these were also rumors for that Damon Lindelof was was working on uh, a film with some of these elements in it. So yeah. they might have <laughs> he got thrown out. Yeah, like yoink. Uh, we'll just use that for this. He's like, but I love Star Wars. <laughs> it doesn't show here, uh, this, buddy. <laughs> this just, but this just feels like, 
and obviously there's other films to do it. This is the first one I'm thinking off of my head, like Thor, right? Like the two, you're going to have two people both trying to get the same, you know, achieve the same goals, but one's like really, really good at it. So that's probably going to cause the other guy to be kind of a dick when he realizes he's not great at making the rocks float. He's going to start killing, (laughs) he's going to start killing people. Um, But yeah, do you think, and we're in like literally in the era for it, but do you think um, all of this is salvageable? The way some of this fan base yeah, is talking about yeah. this sequel, and uh, especially Ray, you should have seen the you should have seen the things they were saying about the prequels, <laughs> my friend. I, it's 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 like uh, you know, there are some objectively bad mistakes that they made, right? Mm-hmm. That could have prevented people feeling that way, but ultimately, uh, it's Star Wars. Then <laughs> people have people have flocked to Star Wars uh, forever. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't Ray's fault, and I feel like a lot of the fan base knows that. Other than uh, people that just hate girls, you know, like I get it, they hate women. There's right. a girl in the movie; she's the lead. It's too woke. <laughs> but most people understand that. Like we wanted to see something come from Ray. Like we wanted some type of satisfaction after the Force Awakens. It didn't come, and I think right. most people are willing to see someone else drive the train and maybe try to give it to us with those characters because i mean like it or not they exist in the canon right yeah. <laughs> and they will yeah. forever right and the fan base is aware of that and they respect that and if you came along and you just told a good story with her it, it would it would really change the way people think about things especially star wars that's true i think um we're also in a world where there was a time especially when those films were coming out that those films would be the only star wars stories we tell yeah. you know that 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 the, the saga um and now that we spun out into so many different um genres and of television and even the film projects that we've been hearing about um it feels like the franchise itself can grow further and you know bigger than even what we thought so there's possible direction they could take this character that it doesn't feel like they're plotting through the same trilogy beats yeah they've been I mean, kind of doing yeah, that's yes. what people wanted. From, I mean, I mean, I know when I wanted when I saw the sequel trilogy was going to be a thing. I didn't think we were going to see the the rebellion against the empire again. <laughs> you know, like yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like I think we're pretty happy to see like, she's bringing back the Jedi Order. You're like shit like that. That's pretty much what we wanted in the first place. Sounds like sounds uh sounds good already. Yeah, and Daisy Ridley must also be sort of kind of. Um, preparing herself for whatever that's going to be like whatever yeah. whatever uh you know as part of my french shitstorm that's gonna you know that's gonna this is gonna kick up you i think like she's been be, gearing for this already i feel like she's already gotten through the worst of it i yeah. think the, like the the biggest the shock of it is already gone you know like you're prepared for it and you're gonna be so prepared that you're gonna look and you're gonna be like oh actually you know what it's not as bad as I was. It's not as bad as I thought it would be. And there's a lot of people that actually like me in here. Like, okay, yeah. It it's just be can't different. be. It just yeah. can't be easy at that age, right? Yeah, like, no, especially sure. if you love this, if you love Star Wars and any of that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I would love to see them get John Boyega back, try to redeem his character because they really, they really screwed him, and yeah, he feels it. He feels it publicly. Yeah, I would too. Though it's like, it, it, things were seemingly uh, all lined up. 
that pointed in various directions for that character, and then he was given basically no direction. They had to like find other things for him to do that weren't vital to the plot, um, and that was such a departure from how he was initially introduced. Um, yeah. But yeah, he's also somebody that initially got a bunch of hate. Rose Tico, remember that character, got a, a whole bunch of hate, made Kelly Marie Tran get off of Twitter in general. Um, and I mean, when you talk about these lightning rods of controversy, does any get any bigger than Brie Larson? <laughs> like Brie Larson <laughs> is, is the, you know, she's the uh, video game boss currently of online um, anger. And recently, Samuel Jackson, I guess, uh, was allowed to speak on some of it. Um, he was asked about Brie Larson's online haters, and he said uh, she's not going to let any of that stuff destroy her. These incel dudes who hate strong women or the fact that she's a feminist who has an opinion and expressed it, everyone wants people uh, to be who they want them to be. She is who she is, and she's genuinely that. Um, yeah. Good yeah. old Sam Jackson. I mean, there's not, he's absolutely right, but uh, what can you do? I mean, again, she's another one at this point that I feel like she's been through the worst of it. I feel like she handled it pretty well. I I believe so as well, but I I'm always surprised at the genuine yeah. fervor that people like foam. I some people literally foam at the mouth talking about this woman. Um, to me, like at the worst, she's just not not interesting at, uh, in certain roles. Like that's the worst I could say about yeah. her. It's like yeah, yeah. Like okay, I think she, she comes across dry. I think she's a little dry. I can I can yeah. say that. I don't. I don't. I don't hate her. <laughs> no. No. And also, like, I saw her in Scott Pilgrim, bro. I went. I mean, that was like, you know, like, they, uh, changed my life. Whereas, yeah, yeah, Captain Marvel just probably wasn't written to for her strengths and stuff. And that that all changes. Um, imagine if you had to base your entirety of your um fandom for Chris Hemsworth on that first Thor film. You know, a lot of people didn't Captain dig it. Marvel. Could have just. Captain Marvel's so weird to me because it's like, I don't know, when you talk to Marvel fans, big ones, they're like, it's not, it's not the, it's not their favorite movie, but it made so much fucking money. It's like, who? <laughs> oh, yeah, it, it broke a billion. Who went to, who went to see this? Where are all you people? How come you, you don't know, stand up? Why don't you stand up for this thing? <laughs> to be fair, you know, it, it was Marvel's first female-led film, or the MCU's at least. You know, and that that was huge at the at that time. Wonder Woman wasn't far from uh, you know, when this came out. So uh, you know, there was definitely an uh, audience for it. I just felt like they did a, they they. I felt like the amnesia angle really handicapped that character. Um, yeah. And then you know, didn't really showcase uh, Brie Larson's skills, and now you're in a situation where everyone's being asked about that. And the, we were just talking about the people online and and um whether or not that's any kind of indication of the real world well like we just said you know no one gets more hate than her but that film made a billion dollars yeah so i I heard this i heard the second one's gonna be like a lot better i think it'll satisfy a lot more people i don't think it'll cross a billion dollars though i think people are gonna try to say look this is that's why it's not a success because it didn't make as much as the first one golly already right 
they're already uh, they're already gearing up their Brie Larson it's thumbnails, very, uh, the thumbnails gonna... with the arrow and the red eyes <laughs> and the woke. <laughs> and yeah. The woke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bro, watch. <laughs> Are you ready for it? And then they have the nerve. Okay, it wasn't it, the Marvels. There's three Marvels, and but they have the nerve to introduce a third Marvel. Can you believe they made up yeah. an African American yeah. man named Blue Marvel? How <laughs> dare they? What's up with these people? <laughs> Captain Marvel, I grew up with, was a white man. <laughs> you know, there's only two genders: it's white, ma- straight white male, or political. You put that sash <laughs> on, honey. You put that sash on. You are and those knee high boots. This movie's <laughs> political, <laughs> bro. You couldn't make a movie with that with the OG Miss Marvel outfit. What are you supposed to do with that? I watched the shit out of that movie. I'll tell you, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> the closest you get is like Silk Spectre, right? Like that's yeah. the, like that's the yeah, oh, close. It, it suck. I tell you that. It suck. Yeah, and people can tell when you're when you're trying to get close to something, but not really uh, capturing that feeling. That was what a lot of people felt like when they saw the opening credits for Secret Invasion, and then uh, some truth came out. It turns out the opening credits for Secret Invasion were created by AI. Boom, boom, yeah. boom. A lot of people are upset by this. Um, the studio. Uh, it was designed by method studios and the idea was supposed to like fit the theme of the show which is like um you know things trying to hide things trying to mimic humans you know um but with ai being a very hot button topic right now and the idea being that these programs steal from artists it you know made the news how do you how do you feel about all this I don't know, I thought it was pretty dumb because it took up the whole conversation for the episode. I was like, well, now I don't know how people feel about the show. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know how anybody feels about the first episode. Like, do we <laughs> like this? I like that. Like, am I alone? Was it, was it jarring at all to you? Did, was there any moment where you're just like, what is this? What's going on here? No, you know, I didn't notice until, like, I thought it was supposed to be weird because, like, scrolls and they're invading and they're people and you don't know who to trust. And I was like, okay, whatever. My wife did, though. She was like, this sucks. And I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. I, I was like, okay. I mean, it was nothing special to me. I was like, it's definitely, it's no daredevil, you know? Right. <laughs> but um, if it is AI, I just figured, like, this isn't, like, internet AI. Like, this isn't an app. You know, <laughs> like, they didn't use a phone app that just sources the internet and scours whatever it can find on Google to create this image of Samuel Jackson. Like this is some giant corporation. <laughs> like I'm pretty yeah. sure they'll be okay. Like, yeah. It's it's okay. I'm sure they like the whole thing about overworked artists and everything. I just thought it was so ironic that people were like, why didn't we make, why didn't we give these overworked artists another project they should work on? right 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 yeah i was like oh this is so weird Um, so the big the big thing seems to be the timing the idea that right now we are in a uh you know a writer's strike and one of the things that the writers are trying to be protected against is the use of ai in the writing process the idea that you would hire instead of hiring you for three hundred dollars i hire you for one hundred dollars because the ai already wrote it i just need you to make it sound better I just need you to punch it up. 
uh, and because I'm not paying you to write the whole thing, um, you know, same similar thing with the with the art that you would have the AI produce the bulk of it and have humans kind of um, fix it through. And because there's nothing currently in, you know, uh, legality <laughs> to deal with how all of this is used. Um, and, you know, the idea is that they got this it's, on the cheap, on the cheap the, from the back door while, while <laughs> it's the inevitable striking. It's the inevitable argument. Like, this was always going to happen. Like, we're just walking yeah. towards the sea of having jobs replaced by digital means. Like, we've it, this been is, headed towards there yeah. for so long. And this uh, backlash was always there waiting to happen. Like, yeah. Uh, I mean, and it's, it's not like they're wrong. Uh, I don't. I don't no. think anybody's wrong for wanting to be paid more, or wanting to have more opportunities. Nothing wrong with that. It's yeah. um, it's just. I mean, wh- I I I admire the fight. I'll say that. I just think uh, for me, it's a little pointless. <laughs> We're just fighting against nothing right now. You're fighting I, I feel like way. the fight changes. I feel like the fight changes, and the reason why it's so fiery now is because of our drastic need for money right like if if, if we weren't if these people didn't need this stuff to feed themselves i would expect that they would find the same kind of joy and still continuing to make their art and that there would still be a home and a and a want for that um i'm glad glad that they are fighting back because yeah i mean don't you don't just take it sitting down oh 100 especially i don't have that Especially if there's unethical means of sourcing this art, right? Like yeah, especially yeah. if if like some of the stuff that I saw that's kind of iffy is like you have an artist like Scotty Young who obviously has a distinct style, and if you can just type in Scotty Young and you know whatever and come up with your own series of co- covers, um, are you taking somebody out of a job in in that instance? Um, and it, you know it's just it's one of those things where I don't know. I can't blame necessarily a company for trying to exploit it when our goal in this country is richest by any means necessary. You understand? Like, I can't, this is just the world that we live in now. We've created the rules where it's like, well, whatever you got to do, so long as, you know, you're the richest. If you have the least amount of workers, if you, you know, uh, look at Amazon, if you uh, basically destroy every mom and pop <laughs> brick and mortar store, uh, if you undercut, undersell, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, this is just another leg of that. And I feel like until we realize that all of this is broken, like this means of how we give and receive money and who's of va- value and who gets to keep a lot of this stuff. Know. I don't know that that stuff ever changes. Uh, That's 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 it benefits too many people that have too much power that won't like you'd have to do really bad things to those people to change the world. You know, like there's too many people you'd have to do too many things to to make to make real change. I feel like there's got to be a middle point, though. Like, I don't think I don't think specifically with AI, I don't think Mm -hmm. there's ever going to be any string of words there's no combination of words in this language put together in any com in any form that will stop ai 
Like it doesn't just turn on. There's no button. There's no. It does not end. Like it will not stop. This is out. It's Pandora's box. It's open forever. It yeah. will continue to grow and it will get smarter. And I, I'm not saying it's going to become the Terminator, but people are going to advance on it and they're going to want to play with it and they're going to want to make it stronger. They're going to want to teach you how to have sex or whatever, you know? Like, yeah. So I mean, like, we we also are, I think it should also be said that stuff like chat GPT and stuff like, um, you know, the AI art stuff, while this stuff is like the, the hot button and, and new hotness, we've been using different, AI at different levels for years, you yeah. know, with our smartphones and stuff like that. It's not like this, this technology is new. It's just the implementation of some of this newer stuff. Um, and again, I just think it's always funny whenever we come up with an innovation that we all always worry that someone's going to take it and use it for evil in the money sense. And that's what always happens. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's always going to happen. <laughs> you know, it's what, it's just, there's. <laughs> There's these inevitabilities, right? There's, it's it's out in the open. It's going to be used. It's going to be yeah. used for good, and it's going to be used for bad. So yes. we do have to fight back against it, but I think it's a worthless fight to try to just stop it. I think it's a better fight to try to figure out how you can work with it. How can we continue to make all the money we're making now while using these programs to help make our jobs easier? Uh, yeah. And, but the problem is the corporations are pushing so far in the other direction. We want to get rid of you entirely like it's mcdonald's you know i want to put the cash kiosk. register machine yeah. in the kiosk i don't yeah. want you here so it's that middle point that that's got to be reached that's why the fight is important that's why i said i'm glad that they do fight because like i hope that if they both push in the opposite direction hard enough they will meet in the middle <laughs> I, I i made a joke that i see a world where like we're gonna start getting dvds and stuff with like a sticker it's like made by humans like you know like <laughs> completely made by humans writing all that kind of stuff yeah. the same way you have like diy stuff or you can buy stuff on etsy that is just, you know handmade hand woven hand carved any of that kind of stuff you're gonna start getting some like farm to table movies so like, can you believe this was written by a person and then filmed by people and then yeah. it was you know <laughs> uh but yeah that it's interesting to see what the future holds um one of the things that I know the future does not hold is uh, Marvel's not going to Hall H this year. Uh, nobody is. Not, <laughs> nobody nobody, yes. <laughs> nobody's going to Hall H this year, which is um, apparently, you know, after the virtual Comic-Con in 2022 and then like 2021 was still the coronavirus stuff. The cons have not been getting a lot of, uh, or at least the same fervor of people coming in, and to the point that E three is not doing anything anymore, right? Like they cancel like the next four years yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I think that, I think that's done for good. I think they're dead. Yeah, um, um, I think they're done. And so the big studios seem to be slowly pulling out of the whole Comic Con process now. Marvel. Like the Marvel thing doesn't surprise me because they have D twenty three, right? Yeah. Which is with with is their yearly uh, kind of convention where they roll out things. I don't know necessarily if they get more for uh, Hall H. You know, like I don't know if if it's worth that for them. Um, yeah. But I heard also, you know, people who care about this kind of stuff talking about like, well, it would be a shame if Comic Con went back to being about comics. 
That's right? ridiculous. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The comic convention is focused on comic books. I feel so bad like that, for you. That could still be the big ticket item, you know, comics, because comics still exist and it is that'd a comic nice. con. Like, that'd be really nice. <laughs> they could use that. <laughs> like, yeah. The fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they're going to, you know, they're going to still have panels and stuff. They're just not showing anything. Um, could that tie into another news uh situation where the month after mm-hmm. uh Comic Con, Jonathan Majors is set to have his trial. Um, <laughs> oh no. The big the biggest piece in Marvel's future, possibly. I I feel like they they played it so smart by waiting because I I I can guarantee like he's got a thing. He's they've got things coming up. Well, Loki's one. Yeah. It's like we can we've got two folders on the desktop. One in case he gets found <laughs> guilty and one in case he doesn't. <laughs> like we Do you him. think they gotta know, right? Like they gotta know what they think he knows or what they think he's I don't because I don't think they can know like you can never know what's gonna happen in a court like you just don't know. Like that has to be decided first. They yeah. are they are in stasis. They do not. They they only know two options on this road. They will either be moving forward with him, or they will be moving forward without him. <laughs> like that's right. it. Uh, so that's it. But but I'm 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 really glad they didn't just get rid of him because who knows? You just don't know. You will wow. know though soon. According to his attorney, um, they provided uh video evidence that supposedly allegedly exonerates him and yeah but like, they said that about the text, the text, the text was like yeah. oh look i told them you didn't do it yeah i mean like it was so, like the most incriminating thing I, 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 so I guess that's what i mean i guess what i mean is i wonder <laughs> i wonder how sure disney feels about the allegations is what i that's is what what I, I don't saying. think i think it's too human that's too human a question for a corporation <laughs> that has too many people not that they're robots or anything there's just there's too many people with too many different thoughts like it's just yeah. too many people in charge of too many things and they're all and there's too many jobs and it's not just yeah. his job on the line right because all these projects yeah. and stuff oh, yeah. have to go millions you know, of dollars directors are on the hook for some of this stuff someone's gonna someone wrote kang dynasty <laughs> so if you're not yeah. doing the kang movie <laughs> and that someone got fired <laughs> right and, and guess what there's no writers there's no writers they're on the strike <laughs> you know so hey kang what are you doing here it's gonna be a chat gpt <laughs> why do they keep showing your eyes only <laughs> his fingers are all messed up <laughs> my uh, face was ruined in the last <laughs> battle i have to wear this now i look like you would tell eg of but i no have more an sorcerers. Amb- <laughs> i have an ambiguous face now it's <laughs> i am it's gonna be tony todd i'm just tony todd's voice <laughs> oh i'd love that though but yeah it'll just, just, it just be pixelated the entire time like like we're not oh, allowed he's to like a, he's like a japanese porn penis <laughs> yes yes <laughs> I never thought those words would be said on this podcast, but but here we are. This is this kind of thing AI does to us. But yeah, I mean, I hope everyone gets what they deserve. I guess. It's the, it's the, right. Yeah. No. I mean, either like I I don't have 
I can never you and me personally, I never have any real thoughts about these situations because I'm just like, if, if you did it, good, you get what you deserve. If you didn't do it, uh, good, you're free. I hope you get your jobs back. You know, like, yeah. you know like, it's kind of weird to have a hard stance on this because you don't know. Not my life either. Like, it's not my life. I can't have a hard stance on somebody's life like that. It's not my life. Like, I'm sorry. That's a weird, weird, weird parasocial thing that I have. I have no interest in. Like getting so involved in something like, damn, bro, you did this to me personally. Like, no, nah, not really. Like, you know, if you lose your job, that sucks. But I'm sure they'll fix it. Like, they're, they're professionals. They'll get yeah. it together. They'll get it together. I'll enjoy another movie. Like, I'm sorry that happened to you, but should have been an idiot. You know? Like, yeah. I don't care either way. So I like they, memes though. <laughs> I do like the memes. Oh, uh, the memes are pretty funny. Memes will always be. Like you said, you know, there's. There's obviously people with their jobs tied up into all this, yeah. um, and it would be a shame for any of them to lose their jobs um, because of the turmoil that any of this brings. But uh, what happens when work is so hard that you're not worried about losing your job? You actually leave because that's what a new report from Vulture revealed that 100 artists quit working on Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse due to negative working conditions. The quote, over 100 people left the project because they couldn't take it anymore, but a lot of a lot stayed on so they can make sure their work survived until the end because if it gets changed, it's no longer yours. I know people who were on the project for over a year who left, and now they have a little to show for it because everything was changed. They went through the hell of production and then got none of their work coming out the other side. Um, this was... It was a, a big shock. It's one of those things where you, you know, when you find out how iPhones are made, kind of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. A brilliant piece of technology. Oh, some people were exploited for it. That kind of sucks. And while, um, right in the middle of people of this blowing up and like this did blow up because the movie's doing quite well, and I think it's a visual marvel. But people are saying, you know, at what cost? Then they asked uh, Amy Pascal about it, and she was like, one of, the, one of the things about animation that makes it such a wonderful thing to work on is that you have to keep going until the story's right. If the story isn't right, you have to keep going until it is, I guess. Welcome to uh, making a movie. <laughs> that, I was like, damn. That's that cold. did not, yeah, that did not, uh, <laughs> that did not go, that did not go over well. The newest rumors also are saying that Beyond the Spider-Verse might be delayed by a couple of years. Um, yeah, that's no surprise. Like, that is no surprise to me. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. This movie is just way too complicated. <laughs> we, I think some people were under the belief that because of the early um, or the seemingly very soon release date, less than a year uh, between Beyond and Across, that both of those films were worked on simultaneously, and I was learning that that's not the that's not the case. Um, that that's that's not even possible. Not with the way animators. Not with the way they do this, and I think that the reason, another reason why people might be, um, I mean, this is important news to you know to, to find out if they are being exploited to this point, and if a hundred people did quit. But I think it's also one of those things where if you've seen the film, you're like, oh, yeah, I could see. I could see 100 people working on 100 different people I, working on this. You know, I, lo 
I looked at the I looked at the report and I read through it and I thought like this is one of those situations where I don't like I'm I'm not for anybody being like overworked at all like right never yeah. uh so I feel like when I read about like eleven hour days for seven days a week I was like well that's not okay like there should should have been like one I'm pretty sure there should have been like one day off or like don't you right, get a Sunday right. you know yeah, like, yeah. So, Stuff like that. Like you probably could have everybody could have went home on Sunday. You know, like then that's fifty-two Sundays, and that means it's gonna take fifty-two more days for the movie to come out. And it's like I get it, you know, I'm okay with it being delayed so that it can look like that, but that everyone else cannot feel like they're dying. (laughs) There's a balance. I I don't immediately be I don't because part of the report was like, Oh, you know, um Lord uh was really hands on, but he didn't have the ability to visualize things. Yeah, in so 3D. He, would, he would have to, he would have to like put things on hold, right? Certain elements or certain so plot they points. Would, he would have people like animate things entirely, bring it to him, and then they'll be like, "Well, this isn't right. I need this, this, and this." So now they have to go back and change the whole made animation, and that makes it even harder. So they're like, "Why wow, this is so hard?" That stuff, I'm like, you know, I don't feel like I'm sorry. It's hard, I guess. Like that's yeah. your, that's what you wanted, but um. But the over the the extended hours and all that extra illegal shit, you know, like, like that stuff needs to be dealt with. But that yeah. the, the the actual work being difficult, like I don't. Sorry, I mean, yeah. I, don't, I, guess. I I I get I get what you mean. It's 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 weird, you know. There's there should be some sort of visual effects union of sorts. Like there should be yeah. some some be overarching. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There should be some sort of overarching authority you know that that watches over this industry because they're always going to get it on the cheap they're always going to get yeah. the cheapest people to do it um and the technology is emerging so fast that people are able to do it at like the uh prosumer level like at home you know some people are able to make their own animation even if it's 2D and stuff so it's like um this does take like you watch these things, they are a labor of love. And I think one of the other things that's a shame is that while there is a hundred people who felt that they were overworked, there are certain people that actually are proud of the work that they've done on this. Yeah. And they've been talking and they've been kind of getting shut down as like bootlickers and <laughs> That's kinda <laughs> fucked yeah. up though, you know? Like, I, I think so. I think so. That's really yeah. messed up. That's the part of today's culture that is like the dark side of the good thing they're trying to do sometimes. Like you know, sometimes you people get caught up in the sanctimony of it all. Like I feel yeah. good. This in absolute in absolutes too. Like you can't be on the right side of everything all the time. That's just not how it's gonna. <laughs> it's not how it's gonna work. It's not how how humans work. Um, but you know, that's ne- neither here nor there. We know definitely. Like, come on. Like, I just feel like Amy is not the one to talk to about all this kind of stuff. I don't think yeah. she's ever said anything. That's, Especially if they that's told her like this, people. though. <laughs> like if, they, if this is the information they presented her with, and they're like, Amy, your workers say they're overworked because they keep having to go back and change the thing. And she's like, what? Like, what? like why bro, are you it, telling me this? I'm like, welcome to Hollywood, I guess. Bro, it's the, de- <laughs> it's the deal with it meme, right? Like, literally, <laughs> she's watching the numbers climb on this film. I, I still say that the combination of Spider-Man PS5 and... um across the spider-verse revitalized sony's confidence in all of this <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> you know? no, she she felt big she because yeah. she left everything but like she's still only on spider-man that's what i'm saying <laughs> like she's, she's like she's <laughs> like i got this and you guys are tired 
Is that what you guys are telling me? You're dying? <laughs> We've only just begun. Like, she's, she's, yeah, she's uh, she's she's something else. Um, and even though we know we're getting beyond the Spider Verse, uh, F's in the chat for El Muerto. <laughs> seemingly, I know this has broken your heart. Um, but St Sony Pictures said Wednesday that it has removed. Uh, the release date schedule uh, from its release date schedule, El Muerto, the Bad Bunny starring <laughs> Spider-Man movie. Um, you know, I will say that it, as stupid as it is, I think that all of these Spider-Man list villain movies are just the, the shits. I like, I, I don't care if it's Venom or Morbius. Like, I don't care. Like, I think they are the shits. I think the whole concept is the shits. Yeah. Uh, but I was at least slightly interested in seeing why they had. Bad bunny of all people. <laughs> like, what was the idea? Like, what were you thinking? Yeah, um, we we've seen that he's a great crossover crossover artist. Yeah. Uh, he's recently done professional wrestling stuff. Uh, he was in Bullet Train. I think he did a Fun. fine job in that. He had like two lines though, but like yeah. he had a long scene. Like he was in it for like fifteen minutes. He's, he said, he's got like, good facials between that and yeah. pro wrestling. He's, he's he knows how to put a good face on, and sometimes that's all he needs. But yeah, I guess uh, he was gonna be like a. Superpowered luchador or something? I guess. I feel like you could make that movie without Spider-Man. Like, not like without the Spider-Man universe in general. Um, I was okay when they said they canceled it without him. Like, he's going to be... Like, they canceled it because he was leaving, and I thought that's what was happening, but they're still making it. So yeah, now, like, oh, it's just off the schedule because I shits. guess they thought they had a guaranteed release date when they knew he was still a part of it. Yeah, it's gone. Um, Right, and the idea is also that I'm, I'm assuming the idea is that um, these films will only work with strong leads. Like that's why you're going to the theater. You're going to the theater because you recognize Aaron Taylor Johnson. You're going to the theater because you know uh, Jared Leto because you think Tom Hardy's cool, kind of stuff. <laughs> um, but I, I was a, like that. I was already like, I, <laughs> it, we often joke about the projects that are greenlit by DC, like the characters and stuff like that. And sometimes we'll be like, why that person? But no one's done that more than Sony. Like every, everything yeah. that they announce, I'm like, but why? But who said that? <laughs> who? I, I want it to be revealed that they're using AI, that they're doing some sort of weird fucking <laughs> we AI thing. Making a like project. La Latino <laughs> villain Spider-Man. And then they're like, El yeah, Muerto. we're doing that. El Muerto um, would be a good choice. <laughs> Get Benito. <laughs> <laughs> Please give me love. I want to feel love. Why did you program me to feel pain? <laughs> Shut up, you. <laughs> Keep working. <laughs> um, yeah, so come on. <laughs> is what I gotta say about that. <laughs> that's, that's basically there were there were rumors they were looking for like wrestlers that they can get on the movie and everything. There was like Mercedes Monet, Sasha Banks. Ah, oh, that would be really cool. I got a link up uh, with Conan. He knows all the. <laughs> 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 hey, yo, I got this guy, uh, Alberto. Alberto <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> He's your Alberto right there. <laughs> there you go. He wanted a fucking villain. Use his ass. Um, so you're telling you're telling me you're not uh, excited for the Sony Universe of Marvel characters even after the release of the Red Band trailer, uh, Craven the Hunter. 
Craven is messed up because I was like, okay, well, maybe. And then it, they show you the trailer and it's like, nah, I was right. It's like, when you dip your- <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> I dip my toe in to see if it's hot and it's really hot. It burned actually. Ow. Never mind. Yeah. Not swimming yeah. in there. I haven't had such a visceral reaction possibly since seeing the Gotham Knights trailer. <laughs> Where I was just like, <laughs> what? Because I, I because I keep I say this ad nauseum. You don't have to make it up. You don't have to. It's already <laughs> been written. It's already been there. The formula to make the cake is there. And they keep saying I know it says eggs, but what about eggplants? He's like, no. Do, do it, do it how, how the recipe says. And uh, it they just, have a it, moment in here that was just so Sony. When the blood goes in the blood. When the tiger blood, I think, goes inside the wound of Craven. And you go into the DNA. They love DNA and they love eyes, right? The eyes <laughs> tell you they got powers. They, like more they got a, all that a hard drive full of DNA CGI's. <laughs> That's what it is. Ready to go. <laughs> like we got molecules, atoms, you name it. We love they, it. They bought all the openers <laughs> for the X Men movies where they would just go through the <laughs> DNA for fucking twenty minutes. Make some. Oh my gosh! No, you know what it is about these villain movies. It it they feel so dated, right? It, it feels like it comes from a time where you weren't allowed to mention this guy in this place, and it's like we're yeah, yeah. so much more open now, and everything is so much more like you touch. They all touch each other and everything. It's like how are you gonna expect me to watch a movie where we're trying to work around the fact that you don't got Spider Man in it? Like it's a Venom yeah. movie, and like the whole thing just screams like two thousand nine to me. Like I don't want anything to do with it. Yeah. You know? I was even thinking, you know, they were talking about the greenlit or, you know, they're, they're thinking or it's in development, uh, a Spider-Gwen um, solo animated film, right? And at first I was like, oh, yeah. But then I realized the most interesting parts of Spider-Gwen's universe are the Marvel characters that are yeah. not in the same yeah. positions. But if they're not in the film because they're not owned by Sony, what <laughs> is this film going to be? <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, yep. What and I I didn't think about it that way and I was like oh 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 all right um but we're just gonna have to deal with the world without El Muerto yes this is the but it could have been so cool you see at the wrestling match he could have walked past <laughs> Spider Man when he first became Spider Man but you only see the back of his homemade costume yeah yeah <laughs> fuck, fuck you and he's like and he's like wait I gotta fight that guy for three hundred bucks and then crap. that's what's his name. <laughs> The human spider or something like that. Could you imagine the emotional the emotional scenes Bad Bunny would have had to done when his Uncle Ben get, gets <laughs> when his Uncle Benito gets killed, bro? That's, that's gonna be some rough stuff, bro. I would have seen Uncle that. Benito, aye. He would have done the whole I must say he would have done the whole soundtrack too. <laughs> that would have been fire. <laughs> that would have been so cool. You guys missed out. Go grab Marvel or the rest the rest of Marvel. Um, so yeah, he, I don't think this is, this feels like one of those things. This guy, first of all, is incredibly busy, right? Like he's the number one streaming artist. I want to say in the world right now, uh, he wrestles up whenever he's free and now, you know, he's trying to break into Hollywood and I can totally see him being like, well, if y'all not ready for this, then I'm out. Um, He's got, he's got Kendall Jenner. He's not worried about nothing. Yeah. He ain't worried about nothing. Um, but we have heard that even though El Muerto won't be uh, coming back, 
that there might be some pretty interesting people that come back for Deadpool 3. Uh, now, recently, we, in our, you know, off-air, were privy to some plot details that may have leaked. They could have been right. They could have been wrong. But um, the big piece of news that happened this week was that people were saying that they spotted Ben Affleck on the set yeah. of Deadpool 3. Um, earlier this year, you heard rumors of um, the like original X-Men actors, some of the original X-Men actors being a part of this. Uh, does Ben Affleck doing Daredevil, does that excite you? Are you down for that? No, I honestly, I, I think, and it's nothing like obviously you know people feel how they feel about the movie uh i think um i think using the multiverse to do cameos is like the cheapest way to use the multiverse like i feel like yeah. if you're gonna do something with the cameos then fine like if you're gonna do a multiverse story where the daredevils meet and they have to solve something together you know fine yeah but this five minute stuff it, it's kind of killing me like because it's making everybody else have these wrong ideas about the multiverse and i feel like i love the multiverse i love to see the way they use the multiverse like i and like stuff like the way they did it in invincible like the way you know, yeah, hopefully yeah. they adapt that because that's the way that's the way to use the multiverse you know like you can do character stories on a wide scale like that i think everything everywhere all at once was a big uh i it was a big version of that people should have been yeah. taking inspiration from there or even Spider-Verse in a way, like the re reason why Spider-Verse works, both the book and the film, is because it deals with some of the most outlandish versions. Like, could you imagine a version of Spider-Man like this? More so than, don't, do you remember this? You yeah, know? it's the heart, though. It's always the heart. It's the character of the heart. That's going to shine. Yeah. On top of all this bombastic, uh, I look at this, we got Patrick Stewart as every version of himself that he's ever played in any movie ever like right that's cool too but not by itself so use, yeah. using your, your using your canine senses are you sniffing a lack of heart in this oh no i just it just reminded me of everything because this this quite possibly could just be a parade of cameos like if 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 they like yeah. if they're not allowed to do anything structurally, right? Because Deadpool's yeah. in a very weird position right now. So are are like other X Men and stuff. I could totally see this being like a weird bottle, non sequential thing, you know? Like where they deal with their own stuff, but they're in own their own pocket universe, uh, kind of stuff. And I wonder if taking it to that level of stakes, because I Deadpool one I think works because it was so small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, but I also argue that I wanted to see him up, you know, like teaming up with some certain other people. So you got, you I know. also think you can use Deadpool to just shit on the whole genre. Like you can yeah. do your commentary on it if you want. <laughs> yeah. That's what I think. That's what my senses tell me it would be, if anything. But you could also do use it to redeem people and redeem actors yeah. and redeem like we've seen some of the stuff uh you know in the flash with some of those cameos towards the end that you know some deep cut stuff to redeem um certain actors um i could totally see that being done here an actor that doesn't need redemption that will be in this is uh wolverine that was the, one of the big selling points about this is it's supposed to be a deadpool wolverine almost kind of buddy movie um but one person that is not too happy about that is James Mangold, the director of Logan. He said, I can't say that there's a part of me that doesn't wish we'd let it be. There's always going to be another Wolverine. 
There could be a baby Wolverine, a cartoon Wolverine. As much liquid as they can squeeze out of that rag, they're going to try to. I don't measure my success on a movie like Logan on whether we ended the conversation. I ended my conversation. Yeah, he didn't even have a conversation. It was one movie, my guy. No, yeah, it's all right. yeah, it's okay. Yeah, you finished. You finished everyone else's conversation. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a nine movie <laughs> conversation, and you. I don't know. I, I get. Fun. I mean, this is my thing. This is why I get weird when the directors start touching all the regular comic characters. Like you're not there first. You are the hundredth guy. Okay, like you are. Yeah. You are. A, on an assembly line like i know you feel a certain way i get it you're proud of your work yeah. it's yours but like to ever expect to even have feelings about it like you fucking get out of here like that's on yeah. you like, yeah, i can't yeah, feel and, that. and i can i i could understand if you were like trying to stand passionately behind your um original work oh man logan <clears throat> Uh, but if, <laughs> if if it wasn't if it wasn't wholly original, I, you know, it just feels like a weird stance to make. If anything, I'd be the cocky guy, being like, "Well, you got to beat that, or else people are gonna say, nope, it ended at Logan.'" You know, like <laughs> you know, like, people will go back and be like, "No, yeah, my Wolverine ended at Logan." Uh, I would be cocky and be like, "We did a great job with Logan ending that story." You know, the next director is gonna have to do a great job if they wanna, you know, continue that legacy. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I can't. I don't agree with that. With feeling anything about it at all. It's like unless even if I mean if you created it, you know. I guess I can understand why you would feel that way at least. But yeah. Come on, dude. Come um, on. you think you're ready for a new Logan? Um, this. I think I was ready to move on from Hugh Jackman. I feel like it was. I was also done with that version of logan i would yeah. have liked to just cut ties and start fresh but i guess uh we're gonna have hugh jackman one more time <laughs> so weird um oh sorry yeah i this this i think is gonna be the last bite of the apple i didn't think he would have this many to be honest like i said uh in previous podcasts i thought the easy thing to do would be to reveal logan as another actor in um the one where they go back in time and they meet him in the Weapon X suit. Yeah. Uh, if he would have just been another actor there, they would have just set the standard. Now all of that would have been doomed because, <laughs> uh, you know, it um, it eventually that whole universe ended up collapsing. But yeah, you know, they totally could have went that way if they wanted to. Um, but yeah, I, I I'm looking forward to it. I I think that for the most part, all those movies have a bit of nostalgia. F- factor of those fox movies those x-men films and stuff and it's going to be a very this is this is all a puzzle like as they're working on putting this puzzle together like i said there's stuff going on with uh, jonathan majors there's stuff going on with the writers there's uh you know they're, they're trying to film like two shows i think right now simultaneously while people are beefing with them for the ai art so there's a lot of spinning plates uh going on at marvel so i'm not too uh not too fussed i think they'll i think they'll figure it out um the, but on top of all of that talking about fox properties seems like they still haven't quite nailed or at least been able to announce their fantastic four cast um this was also supposedly one of the reasons or a rumored reason why they didn't do hall h was that they, this would have been the big uh announcements now again that's all just a rumor um i think this rumor was pretty i think this rumor was big enough that i feel like 
every per every person who usually has rumors kind of agreed on it. I was like, okay, I kind of feel like there was a little bit of smoke or the fire. I feel the heat. <laughs> I think they yeah. did have all these people tied down, and I I do think there was a money issue. <laughs> like I believe that one hundred percent. Yeah, they started to nail down that the idea would be that, um, or the the reported cast was going to be Adam Driver as Reed Richards, Margot Robbie as Sue Storm, Paul Mescal as Johnny Storm, and uh, uh, David Diggs as Ben Grimm. Um, more and more people started to announce this. Uh, it felt like it was getting closer and closer, and then all of a sudden, reports started to come out that, um, it, like things fell through, basically. And the big rumor cited is money, that uh, some of these actors weren't too happy with the offers that were put on their table. Uh, what is? Where do you sit on on this? Like, where do you? Do you are you for the actors on this? Are these actors worth that money? Can this property be done cheaper with newer actors? Should it, should it be ethically done cheaper with newer actors? Or do we owe the first family, uh, you know, a cast that can handle or at least push it into a, a brighter new direction? What, what what do you what do you think about all this? I don't think there's anything wrong with um trying to go cheaper <laughs> like it's not like yeah. there's suffering like these are suffering artists okay like the issue is we cause too much well then actually it's probably more ethical to get somebody who needs the money i guess <laughs> like you have too much then i guess like if you cost that much you're worth a lot and uh, maybe we should put some of that budget towards our fucking cgi or put it, give, it <laughs> the, give it to the artists who are starving yeah <laughs> like, <clears throat> i mean it's for the most part that's what's gonna do with the thing right i yeah. think that with the fantastic four i think because it's four people i think you need one veteran artist or actor with a name i don't want it to be such a big name that it overshadows the movie though like i feel like margot robbie and adam driver like we was just doing we're, we're just gonna throw all these huge oscar names on this thing it's huge i'll never see reed richards i'll always see like Adam Driver, he's yeah. Kylo Ren or whatever. <laughs> I mean, not only, not only not only huge actors, but two actors that were stars of huge franchises. Yeah, that everyone guy, saw. <laughs> yeah, that everyone saw. So it's like, you know, they're capable, but they're not the only ones capable. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. Hey, really Emma Mackey's free. We'll get to that, but Emma Mackey's oh, free wow. if you want. If you want. Uh, Emma Mackey's free. Nicholas Holt is free. We got a couple people. <laughs> You gotta call people who are free. We'll get to that in a bit. You know, I'd really like. I'm still stuck on uh, Glenn Howerton as the yeah. like. I'll never get over that. Yeah. That thing that that's like the perfect read to me. Nobody sees it. I guess I don't know. It is. <laughs> it is. Because yeah, of the implication. Money is. <laughs> because of the implication. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the fucking. Let's to be it. I mean, let's just even be even Dennis. It. Even Dennis has the weird, sinister. <laughs> like he's super. He uses all his uh knowledge That's for evil. Weird. It's so read. It's like evil read. It <laughs> yeah. is. If he was smart, because he kind of dumb, but he could be the maker. Yeah, he could be the maker. <laughs> uh, nah, man. He's just got. He's got that rectangle head. Like that. Yes, he does. <laughs> that he has a perfect head. rectangle head. <laughs> yep, you could just see the you could just see the grays on him. Um, any 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 are you pouring anything out for um, Krasinski? I I saw a post today talking about like you know people being still really bummed at the idea that that was that with with that. Actor. I I don't think he was. 
I didn't think it was going to happen. And then when he did it as like a cute cameo, like that made me think even more like it's not going to happen. But since it did happen, I'm glad he was like, he was my read from my books. <laughs> yes. From my so there's a, Pikmin books. There's a Superman uh, cameo. There's several Superman cameos, but there's a Superman cameo that I won't spoil still because apparently given the box office, no one's watching The Flash. So, um, but there's a Superman cameo in it from a Superman that we've not seen before done in live action. I don't think by including that they were telling us that that was going to happen. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, don't, I don't think that was confirmation that we're getting that solo project the same way. I don't think them bending the knee for a fan cast is confirmation that that's exactly yeah. what that is. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't, I also don't really have any issue with like going to using a fan cast as an inspiration. Yeah. You know, uh, Ahsoka as Rosario Dawson is the big one. <laughs> could you could you see someone like Krasinski doing it long term? I mean, he what what's he doing now? Just the um the the quiet uh what is it, the quiet place? <laughs> the quieter place. <laughs> <laughs> even quiet, even more quiet. <laughs> like he's not that busy. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> no, no. I think he's like Jack Reacher or Jack Ryan or Jack. He's got those... okay. He's got one of those Amazon shows. He's one of those Jacks, bro. <laughs> Jack of all trades. Um, uh. But and you know, like it was just so easy. Also, that people were just like, "Oh yeah, him and Emily Blunt, like they come as a package deal. Like just do that." Yeah. I feel like they were both too big too. But I mean, what else are they doing right now too? Like I mean, what what's Emily Blunt's big IP thing? Does she have one? I don't know. And you know what's funny? Now that you say that, it doesn't even seem like if you are a bomb ass actor or even one in the in 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 was demand there's not Timothy much to sink in. there's not much to sink but i'm saying in general like there's not much to sink your teeth into right now right besides like you gotta hope like nolan's doing a film or scorsese's doing something oh so um, i can put you in there um what is the are there, um what's the word god i was oh, gonna say Rolodex? entourage movie no it's uh, uh fuck Oh, yeah, 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 isn't that isn't that what it is uh no it's uh god there's an no ensemble, ensemble 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 film there you go everything is an ensemble film now every yes. actor in the background is a uh, the ip is that Oscar these, these actors are in it <laughs> yeah like that's the opposite <laughs> side of the spectrum that's the that's to jingle the keys at the cinema snobs hey yeah. look who's in here <gasps> right my favorite underutilized artist it's that guy from that show <laughs> who does that thing? <laughs> um, I say that because we th another trailer came out. <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not, I can't even remember the name of the film. You've seen the new trailer to the Gal Gadot, like Netflix, something or other. Have you? I <laughs> I it's, can't say I was very interested. <laughs> it's not great, <laughs> and no. it just reminds me of like I feel like her and. They are also in a very weird position right now where they're try just trying to work and there's not a lot of stuff. And so they're just kind of signing up. I mean, we're still making like Jennifer Lopez action movies. Like, what I, do we I, I feel like they, <laughs> I, I, you know, the thing about the Gal Gadot thing is that like, it feels like a Gal Gadot project. Like, these are the kind of things that she does. Like, yeah. little shitty, <laughs> shitty little side. Plus, it makes me passionate. 
you watch your mouth about Red Notice. <laughs> I feel um, passionate. Bro, somebody, somebody posted up that scene of Superman beating up everybody in Justice League, and I'm just like, gosh, man, like, just fucking like the direction, like some, like some of that stuff in Justice League, like the way it was portrayed in mouth, Justice League the... is with the <laughs> mouth, with the cat, oh, no, <laughs> all that, oh, all no. that. <laughs> All that stuff. So you've never called him Cal L. You've literally never called that man that in his life. No, please. He doesn't understand. <laughs> we get it. We can see. And I know. I know. He thought that she was he. Like you see, oh, she understands God. that he's not really Clark right now. So she's gonna call him Cal L. It's very subtle. And then you have uh, Barry doing the pet cemetery stuff. And I'm like, wow, this movie, man. This movie That's was. This movie was something. Um, you would think, especially with movies like Justice League, that the Gal Gadot uh, would be ready to kind of put this whole universe behind them. But one of the uh, news reports was like, Gal Gadot is fine. That she doesn't need Wonder Woman. Guys, look, <laughs> this is what she said. And then <laughs> you know, and it's like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm excited to look at you know other ventures and stuff. And then like two days later, it was like, oh, they sat down with Gal Gadot. And like, if you want to be Wonder Woman, that's that's cool too. So she might still be Wonder Woman. I would uh, like it if she wasn't. I'm kind of, I kind of want them to get rid of all of the people from the Snyderverse. Like, why are we still? What, what are we doing with that? You, like, you think more so because it's jarring. Like people just remember them for what they. It's jarring and it's got a bad uh, smell. You know, like yeah, it's yeah. you're contaminating the new fucking stuff. Get it out. Put <laughs> it up already. Like you spoiled this. Like you left it out. Yeah, throw it away. It's done. You finished it. You put Barry in his own little corner there. You've established that Iron uh, Aquaman is with him, uh, mm -hmm. and finish that. And never do it again. Jason Momoa as Lobo, fine. You want to yeah. cast Gal Gadot as someone else? You know that's fine too, but that's gotta die. And DC is usually a lot more ruthless than that. Like DC is yeah. usually a lot more. Like I remember them talking about the Batman Forever thing. It's like Tim Burton shows up to the studio with the script and they're like, oh, yeah, we're not going to need your script. And he's like, oh, so somebody else writing the script? And everyone's just like, uh, we're not using you at all. Like, like, like at the meeting, he tells us, that, like, oh, by the way, uh, yeah, we're not. History I, will look back on this day. <laughs> think, think about um, uh, Wonder Woman 3, right? They were talking about like that was like she was writing it or excited about it. And they were talking about the new directions <laughs> and stuff that was going to go on. And then. Uh, they took everything from Patty Jenkins. <laughs> they were like, you know what? We're not. You're you not know, you know, she got dragged that. out of the building by security. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, seemingly she's sticking around. I I still believe that the universe in which the Flash take play ends. I guess. I I just can see the next movie just like showing that world, zooming out, and then going to another world. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then like everything in the DCU, James Gunn's DCU is on this earth with whatever with Blue Beetle and all that other stuff. And we'll just go maybe we'll come back to where the Flash left off and George Clooney and stuff, but yeah. Superman has to open with a big CGI crawl uh like showing a you know the <laughs> multiverse. Yes. It's a large place with many super people. You know, like <laughs> but like the first the first like the title is huge, it's like it's all dead. That's what it's gonna say when it comes up. It's like it's all gone. <laughs> this is where we're starting from now. Don't ask any questions, just watch the film. And we're taking the post credits out, so <laughs> deal with oh, that. God. Um 
they like I said, even with these properties, even with trying to keep all this universe intact, um, there's no surefire way. Batman vs Superman two marquee names did not make what they thought it was going to make. It still made a lot of money, but didn't break a billion. And I would think, you know, Batman himself by himself has broken a billion. So you would think that those two properties would have been able to. Um, and in a world where you can't have a surefire hit, seemingly Warner Brothers is trying to use AI to greenlight movies so that this could happen. Now, something very interesting happened. It was like a three-step reveal or yeah, three-step reveal. So the first reveal was this, I, this right? Th this was an article or whatever that came out this week, this idea that Warner Brothers is going to be using AI, right? Uh, to greenlight some, some films, uh, do like marketability, popularity, stuff like that. Um, so like that news came out and I was like, oh, that sucks, right? And then somebody had put it to me like this. They're like, that's the entire plot of Space Jam. Like the new, the, a new legacy is this idea that they've built an algorithm that's just going to smash IPs together in the hopes of making a bunch of money. So I thought that was funny. But in trying to research this for this podcast, I found an article that says Warner Brothers signs a deal for AI driven film management system. Uh, Warner Brothers has signed a deal with Cinelict to use the latter's AI-driven project management system that was launched last year. What's ironic about this article is that this article is dated January 8th, 2020. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's not even new information. That's just people strumming yeah. up old stuff. <laughs> right. And old stuff in the height of this paranoia yeah. about AI. That's how the media works, baby. Um, and so, what's also I like? Let me see something real quick. Uh, like so, the, <laughs> Space Jam: New Legacy comes out in twenty twenty one. You know, <laughs> so <laughs> they, they sign a deal for this in twenty twenty, then outwardly make fun of it in twenty twenty one. Uh, which doesn't excuse it. It's actually very similar to what they did in the fourth Matrix movie, where they're like, "We could just make this without you," kind of stuff. Like when they when they were being like very meta about like just green lighting sequels and not caring about the subject matter or the stars and stuff. Um, seems like Warner Brothers is like saying the quiet parts loud, but not really supposed to about all this uh, AI stuff. Um, that coupled with the fact that they're seemingly selling chunks of their audio library <laughs> and that's like so wholesale, weird they're wholesale. so desperate for money right now it's so it's so sad is it that zaslav was given some sort of like mandate about certain a certain amount of money he uh, had to cut i don't know if he was given a mandate as much as he actually made the decision and said it out loud and he'd be publicly embarrassed if he did not do those things from where yeah no we're gonna get it we're gonna get it i don't think we're gonna get from you specifically what's that horde what's that horde smell yeah right oh is that a bat girl movie oh no didn't that that's been that's been killing me because they've been putting out uh the directors have been putting out set photos because they're like it's dead so it is what it is and um you know keen looks like he was having a lot of fun but, you know who who the heck he, knows he was having fun and then they ruined it the way they did it to Affleck and Affleck's like I told you 
They suck. Affleck hands him a cigarette in the hallway. He's like, you good? Yeah, I guess I'm good. All right, man. Now we rebuild. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you want to come do a movie about uh, some urban children? Or something? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> uh, we got our first look at Johnny Cage. God, I was going to say Keith Urban. Kyle Urban. <laughs> Keith Urban is Johnny Keith Urban. Keith Urban. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Right? <laughs> uh, Carl Urban as Johnny Cage. Looks fine, man. I really, I really excited myself up way too much about the Miz. <laughs> That's basically that what That was to never going to happen. Like, have you seen his Marines? <laughs> Yeah, but like I, that's the level of acting that would have required. I didn't need him to cry on camera, right? He could have been it could have been a C less. They're just like, star. hey, we paid a little bit too much. A little bit. Like yeah. we already have Cole Young and we kinda committed to Fucking him. Cole Young, son of a bitch. His gold sweater. <laughs> you know how much his gold sweater make, uh, takes to make? I'm sure he's gonna be like Scorpion's grandson or something, right? Ridiculous. What do you um what do you think of uh, frosted tips, Carl Urban as Johnny Cage. I mean, I, I don't know what direction they're taking this thing in. I just know they're like supposed to be setting up the actual tournament in the second one. So, uh, he's a big name. Is there anybody else as big as him in these movies? I wouldn't say so, and I don't say that slighting anybody. Ludi Lin. I don't know who that is. He's a, sure. He was in Power Rangers. I and uh, I was he in Fast and the Furious. I know he's in. Um, if I might know him by picture, but I certainly don't know that name. He's a uh, Liu Kang. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, he's their Liu Kang. Um, and then um, Makad Brooks from Supergirl is is in there as Jax. I wouldn't. Oh, that's say right. He's, he's not as big. He's not. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say he's bigger than Carl Urban. Um. But yeah, that I guess that's why it felt weird. Like none of these people, to my knowledge, were huge box office stars. Um, he like, would be the one. Big, he would be the biggest, mm -hmm. and he's not even playing like the franchise, the biggest yeah. person in the franchise. So that feels. Oh, I'm weird. here to die. <laughs> and, and they already <laughs> got a Kano. <laughs> he could have just been Kano. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like their Kano though. Uh, that that's pretty good. Um. Yeah, I hope it does well, because we're living in a world where, like I said, things are not going so well for films. The biggest thing being, uh, you know, it, you see it, I feel like every headline that The Flash seemingly is doing worse and worse, and it's possibly just going to be an overall money sink for DC. Um, how do you feel about this? Is this a downward trend, or is this specifically for The Flash, given, like we said, again, oh, I, people I feel like about this Ezra Miller? This strong reaction was probably towards the one the Ezra Miller thing, the boasting about how good the movie was. Uh, there's a lot of factors, and I feel like I feel like James Gunn Superman is gonna do a lot better than freaking Flash. I don't yeah. know if Blue Beetle is gonna do anything. I don't have high hopes for Blue Beetle. I don't have high hopes for Aquaman. I don't particularly care to see Aquaman. Yeah. Um. But I know I want to see that James Gunn Superman movie. I mean, that's where I'm at. Like I am. Yeah, like, and I know the studio can't. There's no way. Like, I know they thought this was their guaranteed hit, but I would hate to see them take it out on what it has is yet to come. 
You know, like I'm sure David Zaslav is not happy with what happened to the Flash, but I would hate to see him take it out on like all of DC. I think we're right to be fearful of that because we've seen studios take the wrong message when it comes to stuff yeah. like this. Yeah, uh, I, I think though, I do think that that means that maybe James Gunn only has one shot at this. <laughs> He's got one shot. He's gonna swing as hard as he can with that Superman movie. I'm saying, put your Thanos smile at the end of that bitch or something like that. Look, everyone in like, the universe. I feel like, um, and obviously this is hyperbole, right? But it's like if I went into a museum and I saw like one of Hitler's best paintings, and I'm like. I can't argue. That's pretty fucking. That's pretty good art. I couldn't make that shit, but sucks. <laughs> you know, like the rest of and the rest that comes with this kind of sucks. And it's like the Flash is inarguably, in my opinion, a good film. Um, structurally, if you have problems with it visually, if you have problems with it personally, I can see it. But I think structurally, uh, given all that we've taken in from the DC EU, it's competently made, and I don't think it deserves to be drug this way but like you said there's too many outside factors not only affecting moviegoers but comic book moviegoers and then people who are trying to distinguish where to use their money spider-verse just came out right so it's like what are we going to go see oh i type in the flash and all i get is you know flash star ezra miller you know arrested in hawaii or whatever that you know um that kind of stuff can deter you um I can't help but feel like Blue Beetle and Aquaman 2 are dead in the water. I can't shake yeah. that feeling. Um, and it's because I don't, un I don't know how you could drum up more excitement from the well. I feel like the well is kind of dry right now. And I don't know if Blue Beetle is going to have enough of what it takes to get over that line. And... The cast looks fine. The graphics look amazing. Warner Brothers never cheaps out on the CGI. Um, they may rush it, <laughs> but they don't. I don't think they cheap out on it. Um, I just, I just kind of feel bad. And like you said about Aquaman, who cares? <laughs> like, yeah, who, who I laugh cares? They, they shot, they shot a cameo with Affleck. They shot a cameo with Keaton. And none of those things are going to be in the movie. Nobody knows what this thing's gonna be. Nobody no. cares. It's certainly not gonna make as much as the first one, which I still don't know how that happened. And the and the first big piece of like press or the first big thing that got everyone talking about Aquaman 2 was Amber Heard. <laughs> and whether or not she what was gonna stay on given on everything that was going on there. So it's like this is where we're at now. I forgot to spoil have that movie in court. Yeah. Like she's not even gonna be in it. We're, we're, we're taking her to another planet. And she has, she gets blown up in the beginning. <laughs> she gets torn apart by piranhas in the, <laughs> in the very beginning. <laughs> they weren't supposed to turn. Um, so, yeah, it, it it sucks. I don't see this movie making its, its money back. Um, but, you know, I do like that they are allowing Andy Muschietti to do Brave and the Bold. Now, you're a huge Batman fan. Uh, it seems like they are doing some uncharted territory with the character. They're having their cake and eating it too, right? Because I think they're going to play it semi-safe with the Batman. You know, he'll he'll do kind of Batman by numbers. And um, I think they're going to kind of do some experimentation with this Batman Brave and the Bold. How do you feel about Muschietti, um 
leading it, directing it, given what you saw and possibly what you liked about the Flash? I think uh, I, I feel like what I saw out of him from the Flash, I don't really see. I wasn't. I don't think he was there to do the kind of thing he could do on a Batman movie. I feel like his horror. He can really let out his horror side on a Batman film. But then I consider what kind of Batman film is it going to be, right? Because you already have the quote unquote epic crime drama. Yes. Um, you know the Matt Reeves stuff, and then this movie that's supposed to have the Bat family in it. Right. It's like based on previous. Um. Uh. It's based on Grant Morrison's Batman and Robin. So I'm like, you know. Are we gonna kill Bruce Wayne? Yeah, I'm about to say, give me over the edge, you cowards. Give me that episode where they gasp Batgirl. Oh, is it Batgirl? Yeah, they got yeah. Babs and um, Oh Babs, yeah. I always thought it was weird because she sees herself die. Yes, she does. Bro, what a that's the most metal thing to ever happen in Batman animation. It's fucking James Gordon driving and his daughter's body dropping from the sky and landing on his car. Like that that's so crazy. And then I knew I always knew you better run. I was like, oh yo, it's one of the greatest it's one of the greatest things ever. I I want that level of emotional investment, you know? Um where and like I said, like when Alfred quits in Dark Knight, uh in um Dark Knight Rises, like I want that level of investment in this. Um so I you know, they're gonna need a good Batman, they're gonna need a good uh Robin. Muschetti seems to know family stuff. I don't know how much of that, you know, father, I mean, mother, sorry, son and mother stuff was him. But uh, that was all throughout the Flash. They had some jokes and stuff, so I could see them going there. Batman's in the film, and he seeming, the actor seemingly had more fun than he did in any other, other iteration. So he at least knows how to make actors feel comfortable and welcome and uh, get the best out of them. So I'm excited about that. Um. And I'm also excited that Gotham Knights was canceled. And I'm not, I do not feel bad for saying that. I felt like this costs $10 to make and we still don't want to do it. I, again, who is that for? (laughs) This, this, this feels the film, I'm sorry, the, the series feels like a series that would be pitched on a parody show, like The Boys, you know? Well, like you know, you know Batman. You know, you know uh, his life, and yeah, sure, you know his Bat family. But wh- what about his Bat family in twenty twenty three? You know, like, they, yeah. they're, they're like <laughs> it's like something out of Teen Titans Go, like a fake yeah, movie. like the yeah, Bat, like the, the Batmobile movie. And it's like we're not doing, so we're not doing any other Robins. No, you know that those stories we've made up people who didn't exist, um, or we took people like Kathy Kelly and just, oh gosh, just what. A, <laughs> What a shit show. Beautiful, um, beautiful people in this horrible, horrible show. Yeah, in this horrible, horrible world. Um, but Gotham Knights is gone, which I think le- that there's no bat stuff on TV, right? <laughs> I'm looking left, I'm looking right. Uh, is, have, we, have we gotten I rid of all the tangential Batman it. stuff? Do they still have for the kids the Bat Wheels show with the Bat yeah. Wheels. Pen- <laughs> Penny- Pennyworth is done. Pennyworth died, yeah. Gotham is gone. Gotham Knights yeah. is gone, and Batwoman is gone. I think those and Titans is seemingly done. It is. It's done. It's done. They're done. That's a lot of. Penguin. There's no Batman in here. Stuff. <laughs> That's a lot of. There's no Batman in here. <laughs> properties. <laughs> I they want got Penguin, penguin to do coming. Well. I do want Penguin to do well. 
there's that rumor that Batman can actually be in it. So so weird. Oh, that's cool. That's so weird. Um. So yeah, the future of Batman is still bright. We got a movie coming up in the future. We know Batman. Um. The Batman Two is being worked on. We know Joker Two's. They're doing something with that. Uh. So you know, Warner Brothers is really going to be looking at those films that have already made them a lot of money to do that again. <laughs> Uh, so hopefully they can recoup on some of these losses. But another DC character that seemingly has a bright future, we have our Superman. Holy hell. Uh, David Corrin Sweat? Corrin Sweat? Corrin Sweat? Sweet. Sweet. I don't fucking know. Uh, <laughs> Clark Kent. <yeah. laughs> yes, Clark Kent uh, has been cast. David Corrin Sweat. I hope I'm saying that right. And Rachel uh, Brosnahan, it will be playing Lois Lane. Um, there was a lot of back and forth about, you know, the audition process, um, chemistry tests, all that kind of stuff. We knew uh, Nicholas Holt was up for it. We knew Emma Mackey was up for it, among others. Um, I actually thought that this was going to take a little bit longer because I was yeah. like, that's what like people were like, oh, like they, they're making them like play tag and they're making them you know they're making them bake cookies and they're making them james gunn isn't sure yet he's making them you know uh uh do do shadow puppets but apparently they they they've nailed it they've got it those will be our new uh clark Kent and lois lane i announced it i via comicbookclick.com and noticed that we instantly started getting a lot of shares and comments and i thought people were excited for this news and while some of them are i forgot there is a very angry base that is upset at anything um not Snyderverse, and particularly a base and i don't even really blame this base that was kind of got the rug pulled out from under them because of Dwayne the rock johnson yeah yeah <laughs> um and they were teased about getting almost something that they this close yeah that they <laughs> almost I, honestly Bro, I honestly feel that that didn't happen. I don't think people would have had that big of an idea of it. If you would announce that summer that they were talking about replacing him, you would have got you know your hems and haws about it. But definitely, what didn't make it work better was the cameo in Black Adam and the subsequent video that he ended up shooting on his Instagram, where he's like, "I'm so happy to come back, guys! Like, I'm so happy." <laughs> there was news that there was going to be a Man of Steel too. Yeah. <laughs> yep. There was even, you know, even before then, they were talking about Matthew Vaughn doing Man of Steel 2, talking about the, his world being more colorful. People were super um, enthusiastic over it. Uh, and then, so now this, you know, stands in the way of that. But I, come on, people, you know what this is. Wait long enough and you'll see Cavill return, you know? Um, but comics are about different. Um, different interpretations of the characters and i just feel like when different actors play it it's just different artists on a yeah. book <laughs> that's why superman looks different it's just a different artist it's the same story same character that i know you know they just draw metropolis this way and these people draw metropolis this way there's a reason why the batmobile keeps changing every comic <laughs> you know <laughs> every, everyone everyone tries to put their stamp on it um this uh do you think going this way is good? Casting, making sure that the first two people you cast are Lois and Clark. Yeah, I mean the, the DC universe. It's nexus. It's nuclei. The middle of the <clears throat> the center, the heart of the DC universe is Superman. Yeah, everything expands from him. You know, 
uh, casting Superman first is definitely the way to go. You build a, you build, you're building your world around him. He is the DC universe. Yeah, that is the first, the greatest. You know how that, how that all goes. Uh, I love, I love this choice though. Uh, the Superman in particular. I'm not too certain about Lois. I don't really know anything about her. I didn't watch the uh, Miss Maisel show. I just, I just really like the way this guy looks. He's <laughs> like, damn, you look yeah. like a Superman. People think, <laughs> people, people think he looks like Henry Cavill. Some people think he looks like Tom Welling. I'm like, well, both those guys kind of look like Christopher Reeve, and they all look like Superman. So, like, I yeah, feel like yeah. that's the point. <laughs> and, and maybe it's just the imagery that I've got, but he feels younger than Cavill did when he stepped in the role. Yeah. Well, Cavill is manly. Like that's a manly yeah. Superman. Like I yeah. missed there was something. Look at manly that chin dimple about him. Like look at that guy. <laughs> look at his fucking chest. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that hair. That's a yeah. man. Uh, current. Watch sweater. him build that PC. Right. <laughs> He's like sweating. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, no. and, the, and the flight music <laughs> is going on in the background. <laughs> But look at the smile on his face. He's so happy. No, uh, current sweat definitely has a more boyish charm to him. He looks like a younger, much younger Clark. I mean, shit. Clark was, uh, uh, Cavill's Clark was what, 33? I want to say. When we first meet him, because that was the whole. um, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. What am I I supposed to say? Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> that line always gets me from Star Lord. <laughs> he's, so, he's so upset. He's so not impressed. <laughs> um, if they nail this man, they, like this is, I, I was completely um, unconvinced that Superman was the linchpin for all this kind of stuff before I got super into DC. Uh, I've seen them have success without him. I've seen them make movies and animated shows and cartoons, you know, and he, or where he's like a side character, where he's like, not like the main focus. Um, and ever since I started my, you know how I feel about Man of Steel, but ever since I started that campaign, that protest over certain things that I felt like mischaracter- mischaracterized him in that film, um, I've been able to enjoy superman media more that i starting to understand the kind of superman that i want and i think if they're able to nail this bro this could be kind of a turning point for them um because i don't think that they've been able to nail this a hundred percent in i mean it's up to you how many years how many years you think it's been since like they that they had an absolute everyone had no issues with uh, <laughs> what they've done with the superman property well, I don't know that there's a. I mean, it's Christopher Reeves, and then that's it. Uh, yeah, I don't know that people are are ever going to agree on <laughs> like until yeah, they that's fair. see it. Uh, until they see it, that's why I feel like we need to remove every uh, everything, everything. We need to just give people a chance to grieve and move on, and they will eventually. They just need yeah. that time. I mean, and like you said, bring him back. Cavill just reopen the wound. Now it hurts again. Nobody yeah. wants to hear about uh, a new Superman, and then one that looks like uh, Cavill. <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah. oh, they replaced Cavill with Cavill White. Like, it's a corny joke. No, but that that reminds me of like every single article where it's like this studio is looking. For, I'm just gonna use Henry Cavill, right? But it's like this studio is looking for a Henry Cavill type, and it's like then 
get Henry Cavill. Yeah, and, Henry like, Cavill. and they they hired you know uh, so and so. They hired Nicholas Holt. It's like wait, I thought you said you were looking for Henry Cavill. It's always so weird because I remember the whole um, She Hulk, Allison Brie thing. They're like oh yeah, we're looking for Allison Brie type. Yeah. And I'm like just get Allison Brie. <laughs> and she's well, there. You know what? That was kind of an Allison Brie type, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like that always sucks if someone's if someone's playing your type <laughs> i mean i'm going to the store with a dollar i'm looking for a coca-cola type i'm looking for something cola that doesn't say coke on it because right. i only have a dollar yes so, <laughs> yeah help me out here <laughs> um but uh yeah i i think that it's 2025 is when this film is supposed to come out so i think by then enough bad blood Enough time would have passed. The wounds would would have been healed, um, and people will be able to kind of embrace this. While while other things are going to be announced, while other things are going to be laid out that get people excited for this universe. Um, interestingly enough, uh, Superman and Lois was also renewed. There was a big discussion about Gotham Knights and Superman and Lois kind of being on the bubble. This idea that they weren't one hundred percent sure whether or not they'd greenlight either show. And to the practical people, they're like, oh, well, if they're going to greenlight a show, they're not going to greenlight the show with the guy that flies and has laser eyes and kind of stuff like that. That doesn't make any sense. It'd be way too expensive. But I guess it makes more sense to them to renew that than to cut uh, or, or than to renew Gotham Knights. So Superman and Lois is being renewed, but um, but with the caveat that half of its supporting cast will no longer be there. Um big news across the board how do you feel about the renewed superman and lois and do you feel like in any way this neuters the show um yes because the budget thing like hearing major budget cuts is a big deal uh that to me especially because like i just seen a clip of like the season i mean i don't know was it the season finale or but like a big thing happened on superman and lois this oh today sure. today is the season yeah. finale yeah, and I was like, wow, like you can't do that with a lower budget. <laughs> like, what? The hell? Like, oh, did it, not look, did it not look good? Or, no, it looked great. Oh, that was why. You were trying to think in the future, like if they were yeah, ever trying yeah. to tackle stuff this big. Yeah. I was like, well, they won't be able to do this again. So I hope they tie that up. <laughs> like, I hope they don't have to use that again. Or I hope the CGI model they created is free to use. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, but uh, streamlining the cast in an effort to f funnel money towards the rest of the stuff on the budget is the move. Uh, I don't have an issue with that. And to be honest, uh, if you're going to streamline the story like that, <laughs> you're going to cut it down and maybe focus on like the Kents, you know, alone. You know, I, mean, I just say, I think they're going to I think they're just going to get trapped in a dimension for a season or space. I think that's I mean, they can just be, <laughs> they can move to the middle of nowhere. <laughs> they live on the no, fortress. The summer on the fortress of solitude, bro. There's no background extras. There's no friends. No neighbors. Superman Lewis summer vacation. <laughs> what happened to Grandpa? He died. <laughs> He's gone. Yeah, Sam. <laughs> Sam Lane is supposedly not going to be on the show anymore. Any no. of the um the Langs, the Lang family. They said, the Cushings, the Cortezes. What are they again? I can't the Cushings? That's what, they're the Langs, right? The Cortezes, no? Oh, gosh. Oh, that's right. <laughs> We're taking back our name. <laughs> Mija. 
Mi ha! Mi ha! Yeah, and it, again, in no way am I like, oh, they got a new Superman and Lois in the film. They're they're shitting on Tyler Hoechlin and, you know, Bitsy Tulick. It's like, no, again, different strokes, different folks. I really like what they did on this show. I hope there are parts of it that are implemented in the characterization of Superman um, in this. Because I think largely you want to see Superman and kind of smile. Like, he should be someone that kind of brightens the room. I'm not saying that he can't face struggle and stuff like that but he he should be more so inspired i feel like it's like spider-man you know like it it should be brighter for the most part um with levels of yeah kind kindness in a world that thinks kindness is uncool and some would say that that world for many was the snyderverse (laughs) it was the dceu um i'm not calling it cruel i'm telling you what other people are saying about it and i'm saying all that to get into our final news piece, uh, which I think is kind of interesting because initially, before I knew what I was going to do with this episode, I was considering ranking the DCEU films, the 13 films that came out of the DCEU. Uh, But we've done a version of that in different ways for different properties. So instead, this article landed on my lap that DCEU is coming out with a box set uh, of movies um that are going to be released in 4k and ironically the box set is missing three movies the movies being birds of prey the suicide squad and suicide squad um so the 10 films together are man of steel bvs i just realized that it doesn't have a justice league in this It, it, it is justice league is it they, for yeah. some reason, they, oh, they wrote it wrong. Then they put yeah. Okay, uh, on the cover you can see it's the it's the Justice League. It's the colorful people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so Man of Steel, BBS, Justice League, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman Two, Aquaman, Shazam, Black Adam, Shazam Two, The Flash. Uh, so the question I have for you is, what do you think? What do you omit from your <laughs> from your 10 10 film dceu collection i mean certainly not the suicide squad (laughs) okay okay so so the suicide squad goes back in here goes back in the The suicide squad goes in uh what's the other one that's missing uh Uh, birds of prey and suicide squad birds of prey can come in it was fun it was harmless it wasn't like torn to shreds by the studio like regular suicide squad i would leave uh in a desert somewhere because it's an embarrassment to yourself you should feel embarrassed <laughs> for having let that happen like you made that decision is it, it is it that. is it bad that i like that soundtrack i mean there was nothing wrong with the soundtrack it's when you chop the freaking movie up to try to like t- certain times <laughs> i'll hear heathens and i'm like damn that movie could have been so much better <laughs> i'm like that that really could have been more grungy and more <sighs> it, felt like, yeah, it felt like it felt like even take it slow it felt <laughs> like they and Wayne all on his rap song where he's all high and shit. Like they could they could have they could have done something there. So you're putting in the Suicide Squad, Birds of Prey. You're putting in. What would you take out? I'm uh, out I mean, I would leave Black <laughs> Adam in because I'm gonna leave this the Shazam movies in. Both. I feel like. 
I didn't see the second Shazam, so I can't say it was bad. But everybody I know that watched it thinks it was like they 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 think it was pretty good. It just wasn't you know anything crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, probably I'd leave Black Adam and I'd leave Shazam in. I'm thinking of like what I would take out Justice League for sure. But I mean, I'm, I at least expected that. If like Justice that, League, if Justice you know, League you're taking out, then by looking at this list, the only other one that I could see you taking out is Wonder Woman eighty four. Oh God, I forgot that was on there. That should have got out first. <laughs> <laughs> you think Wonder Woman eighty four is worse than Justice League? No, no, no. I mean, like, oh, okay. We, I, I just forgot it was there. Like I wouldn't have struck. Uh, regular Suicide Squad and Wonder Woman eighty four were like easy to to throw away. Okay. <laughs> Justice League for sure, but at least like I that one is like it's been through so like I expect that I don't I don't I don't understand why the other movies are left out. Zack yeah. Snyder's Justice League I I knew like I didn't even think they'll ever acknowledge that again. I was like I was happy to hear about it in the Flash. You know, right, like, right, oh, like, yeah. Uh, so that's funny, but um, yeah, DC Universe is. I was gonna say if the if the DC universe is dead, then it wouldn't be it would be pretty harmless to throw Zack Snyder's Justice League in there rather than the embarrassment, especially since Joss Whedon got like kicked out of Hollywood. Right, you don't need to put his movie in there, right? And you could have took out eighty four because it literally changes nothing. It is nothing. It's a <laughs> it changes nothing. Like nothing of what you know of the story, what you know about Diana. Nothing. You can just see the first Wonder Woman and then see her in her seventy-eight cameos throughout the, <laughs> throughout the rest of the DCEU. Ridiculous. I'm wondering if the Suicide Squad, if if sorry, if Suicide Squad should be more. And I get a lot of hate for knocking Birds of Prey. Um, maybe I gotta rewatch it. it. Just felt like the wrong movie for the wrong time <laughs> i just yeah. didn't like cassandra kane otherwise i thought it was a pretty good movie i mean i everybody's performance was there i really like the black canary i i mean what do you it think about um black mask it wasn't like a it was it was an interesting way to go with it it wasn't like uh it wasn't anything that spit in my face about everything i know about black mask like we didn't get to see it but it's implied that he's similar yeah. you know similarly ruthless and right. involved in the same kind of things like you know uh the the most embarrassing thing was the cassandra kane but ultimately i think the biggest thing was like it wasn't a birds of prey movie like you could have called this uh Har harley quinn and friends you know like harley quinn something you know like yeah, instead of you know harley that, quinn, name, that name was kind of also not great like it did not emancipation of harley quinn blah, blah, blah. yeah birds of prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one harley quinn uh, was was a hard title to swallow, and then to regulate the team in the that's in the title to supporting characters felt very strange because majority of those characters in the Birds of Prey have long histories in comics, um, pri like way fat past uh, Harley, um, but they yeah. were they were enamored by uh, Margot's Harley. I don't blame them, but I, again, they took the wrong lessons. That's a money thing. From They're always gonna go with the money. This is money. I also think uh, it was her thing, wasn't it? Wasn't it her production company? Yeah, they, they wanted Margo. We want to do a new Harley movie, and I'm sure she's like, "Well, let my production company handle it, and I want this, <laughs> this, and that, and this and that." Yeah, I nice. live for the. I she still got Tarantino out. sending her money for feet pics, so she's <laughs> she's good. <laughs> she's good. On I'm there. good for the next. I don't know however <laughs> long 
these feet last before they start getting <laughs> yeah. wrinkles. That's a, hey, he pays extra for the wrinkles. <laughs> Uma won't send them anymore, bro. He's, <laughs> he's, he's paying, they got to pay extra. Um, so the one thing I want to say about Birds of Prey that always changed the way that I looked at that movie is that similar to what we were talking about, the Addison Brie thing, um, yeah. the, for Black Mass, they were looking for a Sam Rockwell type. And they went with Ewan McGregor, okay. which was strange. But if you look at the performance, he's kind of doing Sam Rockwell. <laughs> <laughs> and now that changed the movie forever for me. Like when he's looking at the shrunken heads, and he's like, "Ew," you know, like he's just being, <laughs> he's just being like weird and shit. I was like, "Oh, oh, Justin Hammer, that would have this would have killed." Um, so what we'll do uh, to end this episode out, I have um the thirteen films in uh the dc uh eu we're, we're putting them all to bed but before we do um i'd like you to say something nice about all the films in the dc eu <laughs> are you ready <laughs> oh boy here we go oh we'll start easy man of steel uh iconic love uh, that movie batman versus superman overhated overhated uh Justice League. It, it reminded me of like a thirty-minute episode of Justice League Unlimited. Very, yeah. very uh, shallow, but you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> the most you can get. Yeah, like they're not you know, trying to dive too deep you know, in a thirty-minute like, episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Suicide Squad. <laughs> you had a nice soundtrack. No, I, I feel like I, I made mean, a layup. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I'll say like I, I also, uh, I liked there, and it's messed up because it's a deleted scene. But there's a scene of Harley Quinn kind of being a psychologist to her yeah. Suicide Squad mates, and I like that they showed that side of her in the movie. Yes, That's my good thing to say about it. You know what I'll say about Suicide Squad, and I said this. I think we did a review of it the other day. Um, I give it credit for that new Harley design. I thought that was a pretty cool Harley design that they made for that. Yeah. Now, obviously, yeah, it's like sure. the most iconic. The, like, it's, it, the uh, most you know, successful thing it did. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but like that, yeah, that you could, you you chalk it up to that film. Um, Wonder Woman. Oh, that's a great movie. Uh, pushed a, I was going to say it pushed the genre forward, but it didn't. But it's still good. <laughs> it's a great movie. Yes. Um, Birds of Prey. Uh, uh, the bacon, egg, and cheese scene is incredible. Yeah, you you, you can uh, you can respect a good breakfast oh. sandwich. Oh yeah, no, I, a bacon, egg, and cheese specifically. Yeah, that's if you're gonna put Harley Quinn from Brooklyn, then that, my friends, that's adaptation. <laughs> that's adaptation right there. Hey, there you go. Uh, Aquaman. Uh, it's. It's better than it looks from the outside. <laughs> so the dive bar. Yeah, if you actually watch it, you might enjoy yourself. You'd walk past it just looking at it. But if you come inside, yeah. you might have a good time. Yeah, it's all right. Until yeah. Pitbull starts playing on the jukebox, and then it's time yeah. to go home. Pretty much like ocean, a dive bar. Ocean to ocean, baby. <laughs> what a cat what a cash grab, man. That was that that rem that was the Morbius of songs. Because if you remember it's a cover of Africa at the height of that when we mean yeah. Africa to death. Yeah. And again, what a shitty thing for the studio to be like, oh, well, this is the new thing. Not understanding that we're memeing it. 
but being like, oh no, this is the new popular song. We'll just have Pitbull remake Africa. <laughs> That's how you know they were scared of the studio at the time. Nobody fought back on that. No, no, not not at all. Um, Shazam. I agree. I don't know how people usually feel about that movie, but I thought it was a great great film. A great little film. I thought so, too. Um, Black Adam. Black Adam. uh, If if you... (laughs) It's a good action (laughs) movie. A great action movie. Uh, yeah. maybe yeah, great action movie. I'll leave it at that. I almost I could almost see this. I could almost see Black Adam on Netflix under a different title, and I think I yeah. almost would have liked it more. <laughs> but I I was kind of upset with the universe kind of stuff. Um, from the promotional material, Shazam: Fury of the Gods. She's, it looks like it could be cute. Rachel <laughs> Rachel Ziegler things are usually cute little things. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Suicide Squad. Like very more, you know, it's a lot more colorful than you'd think. You know, <laughs> when you watch that movie, like the post, uh, the po- uh, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> I was thinking oh, the, the promotional material. Because then I was like, no, but then the promotional material had that stupid yellow bright poster. So I was like, all right, it's just like it's the movie's like drowned in like gray, and then it's got pops of color that actually make it stick out even more. And I was like, that's pretty cool. I, I, yeah, I instantly think <laughs> of Starro. Yeah, yeah, or the Harley Quinn flower scene. Yeah. Yeah, and like I said, just for putting Starro in a film, like come on, like they should get all the points for that. <laughs> um, and finally, as we lay our our Scarlet Spider to rest, <laughs> The Flash. <laughs> uh, another movie that's gonna that's overhated. <laughs> yeah, if even yeah. if it's understandable why. Yeah, I could definitely see this thing, uh, doing better. Yeah, in the future, I, it'll stream and it'll become a cult classic. Yeah. Um, well, that's it for the DCEU. That's it for this episode here, the Major Issues Podcast. I'm glad we got to talk about a lot of this stuff that's uh, happening because, yeah, there is so much stuff currently just up in the air. And um, these studios get uh, praised for their ability to um, create a breadcrumb trail, right? Like to lay, lay out whole slates and stuff. But that stuff feels uh, harder and harder to do in this current climate and yeah. you can't change the tire while you're still driving the car and i don't think any of these companies have the balls to stop for a second i guess you could argue disney's kind of doing that with the change in regime and trying to figure out you know something about what what was it uh quality over quantity which again i don't think they ever said that because i don't think that they would admit to that <laughs> but but um yeah you know um do you think this you could see all this kind of stuff turning around like this sort of uh apathy towards some of these films some of these projects and stuff yeah i don't think that's any real concrete feeling like it's not like oh you know people people talk a lot of game like oh you know superhero movies they're they're failing blah 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 and then one comes out and it's a little good and people are like yeah they're back superhero movies are great everything like they're fine. I mean, yeah, eventually, I guess they'll go the way of the Western, but maybe they still make Western movies too. So, yeah, I think similarly, <laughs> um, similarly, we are people. I know I am because we because of what I do here for major issues. I'm always on to the next thing, right? Yeah. So you know, we talk about the superhero fatigue. I'm 
I'm gorging myself. I can't binge and then be saying like, I'm tired of eating because I don't have to eat to the volume that I'm eating or as much as I'm eating, you know, like, or as fast as I'm eating. I don't have to, I literally don't. Um, so a bit of that pacing is on me, I would say. Um, but like we were having this conversation in the chat, I like this stuff. So it, none of it really feels laborsome to kind of, um, you know, watch and dissect and stuff like that. But as soon as I'm done doing that, I'm on to the next thing. I say all of that to say that how long ago does Guardians feel? Yeah, no, I guess for me it's different because I just saw it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, just, yeah. I just went to the theater. <laughs> yeah. But it, it to me it feels like you could have said that movie came out earlier this year. Yeah. You know? Um, just because of how much content then we're on now. Um, it, Guardians is closing in on $900 million. But that's it's crazy. Not, I didn't know it's it was not making yet. the news. That's what I'm saying. It's not making the news because it's that's what's meant to happen. You know, and we we because the these successes are not highlighted and as clickbaity as the failures. It may seem like when you look things up, all you see are failures, all you see are problems and controversies and stuff. But that's not what what's really showing up in the in the numbers. Um, let me see where Guardians is at right now. But yeah, I saw it like in the high 800s. Um, what is that? What? What the heck is that? <laughs> Something called Journeys <laughs> opened up on my Google Chrome. I've never heard of uh, a such movie? a thing. No, like I, I clicked on... <laughs> I clicked on... Um, I went to the search bar, put Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, and it said, continue your journey. When I clicked on that, a sidebar came out showing like certain things that I Googled for Guardians of the Galaxy. Kind oh, of my strange. God. Um, <laughs> 831... <laughs> yeah. $831 million is that right now. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. It's a, I hope it crosses that billion because that's all they seem to care about these days. But to me, it's like once I'm watching the next comic book movie, I'm almost assuming that the previous one is not even there anymore. But that's not the case. You know what I was saying? Like, I'm just like, oh, I saw Guardians. I guess it's gone. You know, but no, people are still catching it. People are still watching it. Um, that's what I'm saying. Like, I see this in a whole completely different perspective because I'm usually there on Thursday. Yeah. But the common person is going to take their time to watch this movie, is going to eventually watch it when they want to watch it. And if they dig it, they'll take people to see it or they'll watch it multiple times themselves. But I'm always just looking at that first week window because that's my yeah. window. That's what I'm in there. So it's like, oh, no one saw it this weekend. I guess no one likes it. Yeah. I mean, shit, I didn't get to see it until two weeks ago. <laughs> I'm yeah. with you. I'm with, I'm there. You want to get the people side now? You want to get people a quick review? What'd you think? Oh, uh, I thought it was great. I thought it was, um, it, I I I got to see it uh, after across the spider like after across the spider so like I I was worried I was like oh boy like this is really good I hope it lives up but yeah. I I I um I was able to look at it really objectively I was like I was not going into this with the first weekend hype and oh my god how is this gonna end or whatever yeah uh, I just kind of watched it like a movie and I was just able to take in like what makes it so good. And it was just that heart, that emotion, like in the middle of everything. Yeah. It's that, uh, that character work, you know, <laughs> like that right. at the end of that movie, I was like, man, 
this guy is uh he's gonna make a great superman film <laughs> yeah 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 a hundred percent i i i think it's very similar in many ways to Zack snyder's justice league in the sense that it, you can tell that it's one man's vision you can tell it's yeah. one man's love for these these characters and the understanding of these characters um uh you like I saw Zack Snyder's Justice League and even how I felt about previous films, I'm like, this is his, I, this is a complete vision. And I like this vision, you know, it, all the dots connecting kind of stuff. And when I saw Guardians 3, um, I'm like, this is un, inarguably James Gunn like this. He did all this from the first one all the way over yeah. here. And um, yeah, I, I think you put that on the resume for, um, I, I, I could almost guess Guardians is probably going to make more than more most of the DCEU films. Yeah. Um, and that's crazy. Because I think it's right now inching on Batman versus Superman, which I believe is like an 861 or something like that. Uh, and this is about the tree and the raccoon stuff. So. Um, but it needed but, to make more. It needed to make more. You see, Batman's name was on it. You know, Batman's name was on the Flash too. And look what you did. <laughs> yeah, look, look what, what you, you did. did. I bet you would have been happy with eight hundred million now, huh? You sick fucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you deserved every minute of that. <laughs> you ruined everything. <laughs> All that I sacrificed. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, you guys, uh, if you guys want to see the future of all this kind of stuff, you just got to keep your ear to the ground, keep your fingers on the pulse. And that's what we try to do each and every week as part of the Major Issues podcast, trying to always talk about the latest and greatest things to come to comic books and comic book media. Um, we are, all of our stuff is available at comicbookclick.com. That's where every episode of the Major Issues podcast currently sits. It's over 287 episodes. That's over 500 hours of content. And we started in 2017. So if a film has, a comic book film has come out in 2017 moving forward, you would get our first run reactions uh, for our theater viewings. But we also have gone back and done some retro uh, film watches. We just recently covered Punisher Warzone, which was a film I had never seen before. I think right now, the only Marvel film I have never seen besides like the made for TV, like Punisher and um, Nick Fury is Man-Thing. Uh, there's a Man-Thing, Wes Craven, was it Wes Craven? I know there's Wes Craven, Swamp Thing. But um, yeah, one of those films. So there's still, there's still things to uncover. There's still opinions to be had. Uh, make sure you're following us wherever podcasts are found. Podbean, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, the Apple Podcast app, TuneFind, YouTube, Spotify. Uh, we're all over. You can just Google the Major Issues Podcast. We'll pop right up. But yeah, comicbookclick.com is the easy way to find all those episodes. It's also the easiest way to help us uh, and support us monetarily by going to our shop, our Public shop. You can access that from our website. You can also access our Patreon, and for as little as $0.10 cents a day, $3 a month, you can help us keep our lights on here as we try to afford the hardware and the software to keep providing content free of cost every single week to you guys. So consider doing that. Uh, if you can't help us with the Patreon or by buying a piece of merchandise, which we get a kickback for, consider rating, rating and reviewing the podcast on iTunes. Give us five stars, help us grow our audience, and help us find those who are looking for uh, the kind of content that we deliver each and every week, this in-depth analysis um, about all things comic books and comic book media. Uh, we're, but we're all over our socials. We like talking to the people. Our numbers are growing across social media to make me very excited that now I can, I can kind of find, finally feel like I'm being, I could be myself 
yeah, and, talk yeah. about, and joke about things on social media. And some like before, a lot of the stuff is when you run a site like this, a lot of stuff is relaying information and stuff, but it's cool to just get some of our opinions out there of the team and see some of that stuff get shared around. So, uh, yeah, join us with the future of comic book click by going to facebook.com slash comic book click Instagram at comic book click or using the hashtag comic book click to talk about the newest, hottest, latest and greatest things to come to comic books and comic book media. We're at major issue CBC on Twitter and at major issue CBC on Twitch. I've been kind of ghost on Twitch, but I'm hoping that uh, things in my personal life clear up so I can get back on that horse, but hopefully uh, get back on that horse by the time Spider-Man 2 comes out, which I'm super duper excited for. Um, but I'm not the only one producing content over on this episode. Uh, John, tell them what you do. Hey, so, so make sure you go over and check out my Dursey Radio podcast, podcast about professional wrestling, if you're into that kind of thing. And if not, uh, go over to Dursey Radio, the uh, social medias. We, yes. we cover a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff over there. Facebook, Dursey Radio, Twitter, Dursey Radio. You can find us on there talking all types of crap. I'm going to put that also in the episode description so uh, people can go ahead and click and get sent right over there. Um, I'm assuming the next episode is about five hours long. Of, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a pay-per-view night, baby. This might be the one to jump in on, guys. You want to talk about a buffet of opinions, dealing with a buffet of content. Uh, this is this is going to be uh, the episode to jump in on. So follow uh, Jonathan Escudero everywhere he's at follow dirt sheet radio wherever they're going because they're going to the moon and you know similarly to us you know I've been to the future where we are in skyscrapers across the street from each other waving uh, when we become the latest and greatest things to come to our selective pieces of content creation um, but I can't tell you how we do it because if I if I do that the next thing you know seven bucks productions buys DC comics and uh, you're not going to be happy with what comes out of that that whole. The scenario. hierarchy is about to change at Comic Book Club. <laughs> oh no! And then I just start floating because I paid too much money at this Comic Con to not to not do anything. So I'm just going to float, and lightning strikes are going to happen behind me. But uh, but my name is uh, George Serrano, aka the Don. This is John Escudero, aka Yogi. And this is our all the news we've missed so far episode of the Major Issues podcast. And remember, whether you're the world's greatest detective, the fastest man alive, or the big blue boy scout, or even worse, if you truly believe that the hierarchy of the DC universe <laughs> was about to change last year, don't worry. Don't let any of this news get you down. There's brighter days. There's always a tomorrow. It's up, 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 and away. And always remember that you, yes, you are worthy.